0: On this edition of the Marvel Roundtable, we go back into the Disney Plus original series uh, as we explore the demigod of mischief himself and explore what happens when we see the antagonist of Thor explore all sorts of multiversal shenanigans as we're going to take a look at Loki season one right here on the Marvel Roundtable. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back here to the Marvel Roundtable, right here on the Horny Goat YouTube channel, of course, the Horny Goat Podcasting Network, where you listen to us on your favorite audio podcasting platforms. You guys know me; I'm Connor, a.k Mr. Marvel Six One Three. And on this edition of the Marvel Roundtable, we are going to be exploring all sorts of craziness with uh, the TVA, He Who Remains, and everything and anything in between. Uh, as we're going to talk Loki, season one. We want to thank you all for tuning in and joining us live here on the channel, as we do every well, almost every Monday, sort of ish Mondays. Mo- Mondays, if we feel like it. Um, want to take her, this time for
1: technology s- is working. Th-
0: that's pretty. Yeah. It, it, don't even get me started on that fucking rant. Um, I would love some assistance if you guys in the chat can let me know if I'm coming in uh, audio wise, if the video is all coming good. Unfortunately, I had my entire computer <laughs> crash yesterday, so I spent literally the entire day and uh, I don't know six hours today getting everything back to sort of the way it was. So if I sound too loud or if I'm a little off. Apologies, but you don't have to fucking deal with it. Uh, of course, I'm not alone. It is a round table after all. So I'm joined by with me. I'm joined with me by uh, the tattooed mama herself. Heather, what up, Heather? Not much. And of course,
1: somebody try to destroy her knees out in the living room. Doing what? Jumping and falling on them.
0: Like doing like a pedigree kind of like just boom. Yeah. dropping. Yeah. I mean, they mm-hmm. they make crutches enough, big enough for her size, so she'll be fine. Um expensive. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> say they no were expensive. T- t- oh, these tiny Tim size. Um, Get a stick. That's not ominous. And, uh, of course, we got everyone's favorite bear from upstairs. Canadian basement. What's up, basement?
2: Yeah, I am fucking juice full of Marvel goodness. In the last, like, 48 hours, I think I've watched 72 years of Marvel. Figure that well, one out.
0: I I knew you were going to be excited for this one because this deals with your favorite subject which is
3: Uh, time travel
0: yeah The, the one big crux of endgame that we all kind of moan and groaned about um that uh, is going to be the focal point of this entire fucking discussion. So this will be a lot of fun. But uh, I want to thank Alpha and Paul Arzola for joining us in the chat, and appreciate Paul for letting me know that everything's sounding good on my end. So hopefully you guys can hear it well. And don't forget, you can also listen to us on your favorite pod- uh, audio podcasting platform. So of audio, course, and- yeah, Podio. You know what? I like Podio better. Um, That's that 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 needs to be looked into uh spotify iHeartRadio, uh amazon music now so yeah you can actually have uh alexa try to chime in and ask for us which god bless you uh google and pretty much anywhere else you guys can listen to on your favorite podcasting sites make sure you download us and check us out over there uh sorry there was a little interference but um we're here to talk
2: listen to us while you shit
1: yeah could you imagine somebody at work just randomly alexa turn on horny goat (laughs)
2: I, just,
0: <laughs> I would love to see what the results of that would be. To be honest with you,
2: fucking.
1: Well, I don't know what
2: kind of sounds goats make, but I assume they sound disgusting.
0: Well, they yeah. scream a lot, so you've seen the meme. Um, but we are here to talk about Loki season one. Now, I do say season one, obviously, with strong emphasis because, uh, spoilers, they they have announced that there will be a second season. In fact, for a while, this was the only Disney Plus show that was confirmed for a long time to get a second season. Uh, We'll talk about the pre-production stuff in a second, but... um, what I'll start off with is the same question like I ask every single time. General thoughts about the show without going into too much heavy spoiler details. And more importantly, I mean, I, I know maybe we weren't all on the Marvel bandwagon. Some, most of us still aren't on the Marvel bandwagon. Um, but the idea of Loki getting his own show, especially after what we saw with Endgame. I'm not sure if you guys remember like hearing about it when they announced, like, oh, Loki's getting a spinoff show based off of what happened in Endgame were you guys like ooh this could be great or it's like wow they're really milking this franchise as much as humanly fucking possible or this character I should say
1: I'm gonna say when I first heard about it I was like it's intriguing cause there's a lot of things that they hadn't covered about the Loki character that they could cover with this show um it's
3: sorry.
1: <laughs> you didn't watch it so hush i saw seven seconds of it essentially (laughs) but um yeah that the show for me was all right but raised some questions that i felt did not get answered by the end so
0: I, i i'm trying not to laugh because it's like Oh boy, did I. That's an. I feel like that's an understatement. (laughs) But maybe that's just.
2: Um, When the show was announced, I didn't give a fucking rat's ass. (laughs) In all honesty, I was kind of. I was like, hey, I saw what I'd like to marvel the most, and I'm like, eh. Loki. I saw him a lot. I'm kind of over it. (laughs) However. You're Loki over it? Yeah, it was Loki. It was a high, high key. Is that a thing? Um. I actually really like the show. I think the show is the best thing I've seen so far in Phase 4.
0: Whoa, okay. Despite uh, your favorite subject?
2: Despite, well, I mean, I have to accept the fact that that is now part of everything. <laughs> after seeing it. It will
3: be long. I there's just, there's just it will be
2: long. But there's some things in the show that it does really fucking well. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about it is um, I, I've given some praise to the last two. Um but I think it's better than those two for sure for me. Better than because Some of it has to do with like Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And um fucking WandaVision. No not because there's not really it a wasted be, episode.
1: It, to, for me this is leagues ahead of WandaVision. <laughs>
2: uh, I think WandaVision I like WandaVision I'm on par with Falcon and Winter Soldier. This is a step above both of them, and this, uh, like, I'll get into why. It has its problems, obviously, all the fucking things do, but I think it's a combination for me of low expectations and kind of not being a huge fan of the previous characters. Like, I don't, I'm not a huge. I, I like Winter Soldier, but he was like minimalized. Falcon, right. he's okay, um, and Wanda, uh, Vision. Uh, <laughs> I mean,
3: that
0: they, right their there. shows help. Vision, <laughs> no, their, their
2: show, their shows help develop them, and they had strong themes that I like. The one yeah. good thing that the actual shows are doing is that are be- That's almost better than the movies. Is they're given more time to develop thematically, and they all three of them touch on different um, choice. Like, actual, they all touch on different themes. All three, mm-hmm. though, I do feel like this is the one that does it the best
0: i will agree and with you on that original, i i, I can i can agree with you on that um the, the idea oh my
2: i, I got <laughs> there is problems
0: so so when i heard about this i kind of like tilted my head because i'm like okay so we obviously like i i thought that the low key thing was like a throwaway scene in endgame i think a lot of us did the scene where he actually escapes with the tesseract and it's like oh okay like haha ha, you fucked up like that was kind of like the end of it
2: but it's gonna be like the most important fucking scene in the marvel cinematic universe
0: not not just the most important scene i mean obviously now with the announcements from san diego comic-con we know that like this is like one of if not the most pivotal starting points for the entire fucking saga of the next three phases of marvel so it's like holy shit um but i was like okay well what, what what could they what could they do with this not not thinking of like not even remotely ca- considering the idea of like time travel or even like you know what we're what we got in the series um but that being said tom fucking hiddleston yeah. sign me up and I,
2: he's not alone
0: in this one no a lot of good casting no, choices yes i um, yeah we'll, we'll get there but i mean but when i heard it's like oh tom hiddleston's getting his own show as low-key Shut up and take my yeah. money. Like I, I I I know it's gonna be you, you there's not gonna like even if you have dog shit writing, you're gonna get great acting out of him. So in terms
2: of leads, he is the a step above all the others that were considered in the T V shows.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I, I think I think um this kind of goes along the same line with the Paul Bettany, what we said as far as WandaVision. Like yeah almost too good
1: in a tv show
0: almost like too. almost too good to be almost too good to be like even in this thing (laughs) like you should like (laughs) like it's obviously he's he's tied into the character but we'll get we'll get more to that in just a second um so that being said we'll talk a little bit quickly about the pre-production stuff because again and i'm gonna beat this like a dead horse with when it comes to the phase four this was not supposed to be um released so so soon so mentioned this before in the last two ones because now we are into phase four but loki was not supposed to happen until i think it was supposed to be like the one two i have a list here one two three four five six this was not supposed to be the it was supposed to be the seventh thing that they released in phase four
2: Man, you know how bad that would be in my, my well, mind because so many of the other things i from my perspective, first of all, I'm mm-hmm. not – I'm, I'm done – like right where we are in this is where my knowledge for comic books ends. After the, like Infinity and Thanos and stuff like that, I mm-hmm. don't – I never really followed the comic books. So I'm more looking at like the cinematic side of things and being surprised right. by some of the things they come up with. Yes, I have Google. So yes, <laughs> after I watch something, it's like, who is this person? What's well, this person? What's that? So so, so,
0: so the, re- the reason I bring this up and the reason I keep beating this into a dead horse is because – not only does it make it interesting because I I wonder how much of the writing changed and what they wanted to emphasize or not because obviously as we mentioned before with Wandavision and Falcon COVID kind of fucked up a lot of plans as far as pre pro- as far as production finishing things up and they weren't able to finish th- certain things on time and release them in the order they wanted to but check this out so originally it was supposed to be Black Widow Falcon and Winter Soldier Eternals Shang Chi and then this is the weird one. WandaVision, Doctor Strange 2 and then Loki.
2: That is
0: right? Uh,
2: it's that makes weird. No sense. It's yeah, I don't very... think Doctor Strange 2 should have been first before. Yeah, like yeah, that that doesn't make sense. I mean, though it, yes, they could have done it. I personally feel like where they placed it in actuality is almost perfect oh, wow. because yeah, because it's it's also like hinging off of Endgame Yep, and you kind of want it to follow Endgame, not follow two years after Endgame.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, seriously. You run I mean, the
1: risk of people completely forgetting what happened in Endgame if they were not happy with it.
0: What, what, what's and 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 this one in particular is th- this one in particular is the one that's like the odd one out to me in terms of we, where its location. Everything else kind of doesn't need to fall into like a linear pattern or you can kind of things are kind of still a little scattered to so you can kind of get away with okay we can put Eternals after Shang-Chi and I don't think anything's going to be really a no, major you know, you know I mean so, I mean it, Black Widow and Falcon we'll get to that when we get to Black Widow because that one those sh- those two should have been more in tandem with each other but it just it's just something to keep a note of because I just thought it was very interesting that like WandaVision, dr strange and loki were completely fucked up as far as their order like wanda was obviously first loki came out right right you know right after falcon which was right after wanda and then we don't get anything with that until dr strange 2 which takes place i mean this was released in i think it was like may of 2021 and so we don't get that until like almost a year later with dr strange 2 so it's just like fucking shit it's it's a it's a it's a it's a mess it's a glorious mess but um that's that's really the big one where i'm like you know how much of it did change because of this but as far as i can tell looks like really nothing you know changed as far as the original plan but that being said uh when it comes to the pre-production obviously um when they wrote they mentioned that when they wrote the the appearance of loki in endgame uh, the writers said that they did not. Um, it was not intended by the writers to set up a future series like they that they you know later planned. Hiddleston was unaware that Loki had gone with the Tesseract when he fi- uh, of where Loki had gone with the Tesseract when he filmed the scene in 2017, and did not learn about plans for Loki until around six weeks before Infinity War was released. So they did have plans to ultimately do this series, but they kept it very close to the vest. Uh, he kept the plans for a secret uh, for the series a secret until the official announcement later in 2018, and later. Expect excitement about being able to develop Loki differently by taking an earlier version of the character and bring him into contact with new, more formidable opponents. Um... Obviously, the series was expected to follow Loki as he pops up through human history as an unlikely influencer in historical events. Marvel Studios chose to make a series about Loki because of his his story potential and because he had lived for a thousand years in the MCU and a series could fill in the blanks of his various unseen adventures. The series also provided Marvel Studios the opportunity to work with Hiddleston again, explore the character beyond his supporting role in the films, and show him build new relationship rather than developing uh, his relationship just with Thor. This allowed Loki's previous film appearances to retain their integrity so the series did not have to retread those storylines so i mean smart i mean it's not just a matter of just like we're taking this popular character for a reason but they actually put some fucking thought into that as far as like the bigger pit well this is
2: this is finally what the whole time that we've been fucking talking marvel and we've gotten through phase three and now we're on phase four the whole time i'm like man i need something give me something that makes me want to see the next thing give me some sort of fucking momentum. And uh, this is the show I was waiting for in terms of like giving me an idea of where they're going with things. Because all fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier told me is this is what happens to Falcon and Winter Soldier and yeah. whatever. Now and all fucking
1: picture with that one.
2: All one division told me was guess what do you want to see wandavision wandavision you want to see wanda take over dr strange and dr strange 2 and be the main character because that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. um oh, nice. but yeah i mean it, it's the one that i was waiting like there's I'll, i i don't want to get into it too much now because we're going to go episode by episode but yeah. um they I... it's it's a, definitely not without its faults and some of those are with the way they treat their main character
0: I, I will be very honest that when they announced phase four, Loki was not on my radar. There were certain little projects, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this, I'm sure, when we get to them. But like when we, you know, when the phase five announcement came out, and I think we talked about this on No Books Given, it's like, okay, there are obviously going to be projects that like we're more excited about than others. I think we said, like, you know, blade and whatever the different ones that are coming out um you know because everyone's clamoring for the marvels um but but the point is is that like loki for me anyway was not like huge huge on my radar until the trailer came out and then it became very clear that like it's kind of like what basement said this is what i felt like the marvel disney plus shows should be across the board smaller characters and granted, obviously, we're going to get into bigger scales when we get to the end of this. But essentially, smaller scales, at least that's how it's teased, um, that you can kind of almost go fucking nuts with it and not really have any sort of ma- main ramifications of of anything big in the MCU. Kind of like what Star Wars is doing now with their Disney Plus shows, which uh, that's that's how I felt like Loki... Should have been sort of does, but also sort of doesn't considering where we know shit goes from here. But um,
2: I mean, well, my our perspectives are all going to be different because for me watching the show before we even get into the show, my all I knew about it was that one time police, I don't know what the fuck that really was outside of an idea of fucking time cop. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> and what happens in brick and Morty? And I'm like, okay, yeah. So they're policing time and uh, things that go awry in time. That was that's all I knew. I didn't know how it looked or how it was going to be executed. And the only other thing I saw was like a picture of Loki, um, an alligator, and a black Loki. Yes. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. That's all, that's, that's all you needed. To,
0: that's all you needed to know.
2: So it's good uh, to go in like with not a lot of knowledge on.
0: Yeah, shout out Uh, to shout out to Tim and Federico also joining us in the chat. Thank you guys for popping in. We did throw the poll in the chat too before we get into the episodes. Uh, This time, switching up a little bit, I put what would you rate Loki season one out of ten? Put you know options zero to five, six through seven, eight through nine, and a perfect ten. So feel free to cast your votes. We'll take a look at those at the end of this. But that being said. I have a feeling this is going to be another long one just because there's a lot to digest. So
3: There
1: is so much to go over as <laughs> everything is packed with some sort of trauma. <laughs> yep.
0: So I'm going to barrel through these. Obviously, spoilers if you've not seen Loki Season 1. And uh, I'm going to barrel through the synopsis a little bit of, of each episode and kind of try to, to the best of my abilities, paraphrase some stuff. Uh, but there's a lot to digest, so let's get to it. Episode 1 is, of course, known as glorious purpose. During the Battle of New York in 2012, of course, Loki escapes with a tesseract, creating a branched timeline. At the Gobi Desert, he is quickly arrested by the officers of the Time Variance Authority, TVA, and brought to their headquarters where he cannot use his magic. TVA mascot Miss Minutes tells Loki that a past multiversal war between timelines was ended by the sacred timekeepers and establishing a singular timeline, and that to prevent another such war, the timekeepers created the TVA and its employees to maintain this timeline. The sacred timeline. The TVA does this by resetting branch timelines and the variants that cause them. I will say right off the bat, um, first off, Exposition fucking City, which, obviously, but I kind of really love the creative way they did this. And it makes sense because it's like here's this bureaucracy, and it's almost like watching like an instructional video or like those like old 1950s like educational videos that we've made fun of before in the past. Um... And then fucking that miss- is
1: one of my major questions. I mean, they're supposed to be this almighty tech company, and they're using technology from the fifties. It looks like <laughs> I,
2: I fucking love the aesthetics of this show. Oh yeah, the, the, it, yeah. it reminds me so much of um, uh, Bioshock or Fallout. Where and it also follows the idea like when you're when you're watch. Okay, so once they get to the T- TVA, what is yeah, called? Yeah, TVA, TVA, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, Once they get there, they, um, yeah, they have the old timey like recruitment now and even in the back i saw posters like stand get in line or get your clock cleaned or some shit yeah. they had like a lot of like uh really uh oppressive uh symbolism <laughs> yeah, throughout yeah, the dva right it's it's yeah. i love the way that it mirrors like it's this a super oppressive government and the idea of get in line or get the fuck out uh which was awesome to see immediately I, the, the, I I love the technology. The one thing I was like, "Fuck!" He's like, "This is everything you've ever said. Sign it." I'm like, "No, he, the guy's been alive for a thousand years. That's everything he ever said." The 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 actual Lord of the Rings. Said
1: after that, a new sheet of paper. Sign this too.
2: I,
0: I did. I did Sign love that bit. Too. That was one of my favorite bits of the whole thing. Was like, "Are you serious? What?" It.
1: I wish it was like a fucking stack
2: one trillion feet high because there's no <laughs> way everything he's ever said in a thousand Listen, years is the size of the Lord of the th- Rings.
0: They got to be green, you know, like conserve as much paper as humanly possible. Although funny enough, like the I mean, printer paper, print up, looked, what? the printer pa- <laughs> the printer paper had the fucking three hole punches on the side. So it looked like it was from the goddamn seventies. Um, it's
2: just like, it's such a breath of fresh air to see that. You know what I immediately jumped to, and I don't know if I'm alone here. As soon as I saw it, I immediately jumped to Beetlejuice.
0: Yes. yes okay <laughs> thank god i'm not the only one i was I, I uh, it's like yes the, the weight room yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. i did so obviously um we're now dealing with time travel again fucking a but
2: it's related to dmp
0: for yeah for the most part at least up until this point which is literally the first 15 minutes of the first episode um pretty straightforward Okay, this was not supposed to happen, so you're getting pulled out, and we're going to fix this shit, and everything needs to stay the perfect— Like, they're they're obviously setting up the establishment that we know is going to fucking—later right, on. But it's,
2: it's such a great way to establish it, because we are ba- basically uh, within the character of Loki. We have no idea what the fuck's going on. He gets transported somewhere, and you think it's like, man, what the fuck's going on? You'd be freaking out. And everybody there is like, move forward. Are you a robot? Yep. What does it, it do? What it happens if I am a robot? Oh, it burns <laughs> well, the you'll be cut inside out. Like, what the fuck?
0: Ha- you- There's a couple things that I love about just the just the the, the setup to all this. The aesthetics, like you mentioned, I, I, the Miss Minutes character I thought was – at first I'm like, oh, it's a goofy one-off. Then, no, it's not. Uh, the – when Loki gets captured – Heather and I were talking about this before you hopped on Basement where mm-hmm. – Lowest, like, he gets hit at one, and he's okay, like, "You're now moving at one sixteenth speed."
3: <laughs> I wish they
2: did that. Like, there's certain things that they do that they should have done a bit more of. Like, that's the only my one of my biggest gripes in this is they go so far. They go like seven tenths of the way, where I wish they would have gone nine for like looks and for like everything else that goes with it. They take the step. It's a great step in the right direction, but they don't go all the way.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah, I, I know what you're they don't talking go about like, all the way
2: Beetlejuice. Okay, they don't go all the way Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, no, how, you, how
0: could you? How could you go all the way Beetlejuice? Um, the other thing to note is just um, you know, yeah, like the the the. Do you have anything that would be considered a soul? I, I, something about that just made me crack up from like just the really like. <laughs> Would you consider something close close to an equivalent of soul, like covering like the idea of like, oh, there's different religions and different concepts of soul? So it's just like this guy is reading a fucking paperclip, like you know, like I'm required by law blah, 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 blah. to. These
1: it, are your Miranda rights. Yeah, it's just, it, it <laughs> just, it, it just it's just
2: would, the like. I would the... also like shot the show so differently. It, it a lot of the shots aren't creative enough for like the subject matter. This is a show that could have been like a nine out of ten for me, well, but. It, the way the creativity starts and stops too soon.
0: I well, the, the the thing you're talking about just like just from the initial like start here right? from, I mean, like you're talking...
2: a, from like a, like a filmmaker's point of view, you, you could have done so much. Uh, oh well, yeah, of course.
0: But I... why not? <laughs> <laughs> not ben. my show. Not my not my money. Um Daddy Feige. Uh I, I the the thing I liked about this was the 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 constant battle back and forth between and and this is obviously gonna be a fucking theme too of like besides pre-de- predestination and and destiny and all that stuff and and future and fate but the 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 contrast of chaos and order yeah. and that's what intrigued me about this right from the get go is you're gonna take arguably the most chaotic character in MCU so far right. And you're gonna put him into an establishment that is their main purpose is to maintain order. So it's I smell a sitcom. So you know it's gonna be great. And and you know, we mentioned earlier obviously Tom Hiddleston's gonna to knock it out of the park. He's still doing that, even just in this first couple of moments. Um
2: you got a lot of themes in here, not just chaos and order, but oh, like a, oh, yeah. anything that will apply to. I mean, in terms of like uh, blind faith or you pick know, your poison uh, at this point, yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. is, they, they do, but yeah. they, they hammer it, off. they they pinpoint it from the first episode, and they don't leave it till the last minute of the last episode, where things like in this why I said uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of picks and chooses when they want certain themes to be there and when they don't, and they never really. It's never really stable throughout. So when they do yes. a heavy-handed job of it, it's like what the fuck. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I I will agree with you yeah, with that. Where like you know, the, the the they take a back seat to a theme in one episode and it's come back. It's like you know when Steve and I gave you the shield, we didn't think about uh, you being a black guy. It's like where the fuck did that come from? Like yeah, that's we talked about that too. Up, but what the fuck? <laughs> Sebastian, Stan, Just go sit down. Just go sit down. But anyway. <laughs> back to back to the back to the episode so not l- killing
2: asian men <laughs> <laughs>
0: Loki faces trial for crimes against the Sacred Timeline with Ravona Renslayer as the judge. He initially does not take the proceedings seriously before blaming the Avengers, whose own time traveling caused him to come into contact with the Tesseract. Renslayer dismisses these claims, explaining that the Avengers' actions followed the Sacred Timeline while Loki's did not. She finds him guilty and sentences him to be reset, but TVA agent Mobius M. Mobius, yes, that's his fucking word. Uh, oh, no, sorry, I think it's just Mobius M. That's it. I thought it was for some reason Mobius M. Mobius um, Mobius intervenes as he thinks that this variant Loki could be of use to them in the time theater Mobius questions Loki's past misdeeds and revisits moments from Loki's life such as his defeat at the hands of the Avengers I'm going to stop there because we're going to get into some deep shit in a second because oh, God yes. forbid so the trial whatever you want to call it, Loved it. so <laughs> this is this is I don't know about you guys but this is where the headaches began Um because
2: this is just laying the groundwork for the same question that gets asked throughout this whole fucking show and everybody like it's, it's just a, a show of perspectives and that's why I enjoyed it so much. You got fucking Mobius literally named after fucking the time travel thing that, uh, in a Mobius strip, strip which is yep. fucking, isn't that just like an infinity sign? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Hint, hint. Um, I also
1: st- thought that was just like a big little fuck you over
3: to Sony, whoever has oh. Mobius. Right? Oh, no, or, no, Mor- yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, Mor- 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 well, Morbius is a fucking vampire weirdo.
2: But they also, like, they touch on that shit too, which is, like, I mean, they introduce so many different ideas in here that are planting seeds for future. They- they're, they like, strong Easter eggs. no
3: oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> You know it's shit. Like, the-, yeah. the, one- the one thing I also did note, and I don't know if you guys picked up on it, was the fact that Loki understood they were traveling through time. Like he understood, like, at first I'm like, how the fuck does he know that? And he's like, well, you can clearly smell two Tony Stark colognes. I'm like, you just met Tony today. How the fuck? Whatever. That's what, like, S- I semantics. mean, this,
2: this show does a, like, it's overarching storyline and themes and like pers- battle of perspectives is great. The one thing that they don't do great in my mind to an extent that they could have is they have inconsistencies in writing Loki.
3: Sometimes oh, uh, he's we'll, brilliant we'll get, and we'll, a great fighter, and we'll, sometimes
2: he's just a dumb fucking bitch.
3: Yeah, <laughs> which makes
2: no sense. It's like, what do we need him to be in this scene? Which kind of sucks because he's such an interesting character. Um,
3: so
0: but yes, know,
2: the uh that that scene you were talking about with uh fucking uh, the, the, I mean the actress's name is fucking incredible too. It's like Gugu and <laughs> or some shit.
0: Oh, the uh, woman who plays Verona yeah, Vrenslayer. Yeah, yeah, she, she yeah. does a great job. <laughs> no, but, she uh, she's she, a great antagonist.
2: Her, her and him going back and forth and it's like well what the fuck do you really do and she's like well i dictate what they dictate she's like great like um he's the one that's like just question marks constantly yes yeah. and she's the uh she, her and mobius because. um are on the opposite side of things eventually i think
0: now we might as well talk about this now because and, and this is something i just want to make sure that i you know hammer in the point here and this is something that i, I had to keep reminding myself and it's really the one big Actually, you know, we'll we'll save that part when we get to the end of the episode because it's it's more about what happens towards the end of this episode. But, um, but anyway, so. Um In the Time Theater, Mobius questions Loki's past misdeeds and revisits moments from Loki's life, such as his defeat at the hands of the Avengers. Loki says he wants to rule so he can be free, uh, so he can free his would-be subjects from the burden of making the wrong choices. Mobius, of course played to be the wonderful Owen Wilson, uh, questions if Loki enjoys hurting others, but Loki rails against the TVA's control of the timeline and insists that he has the power to make his own choices. Mobius reveals that in Loki's intended future, he inadvertently causes the death of his adopted mother, Frigga. Loki attempts to escape, but discovers that the TVA has amassed numerous Infinity Stones, which do not work at TVA headquarters. Overwhelmed by the TVA's power, he returns to the time theater and views the rest of his intended future, including his improved relationship with his adopted brother, Thor, the depth of his adopted uh, adopted father, Odin, and his own death at the hands of Thanos. Loki realizes that he cannot return to his timeline and agrees to help Mobius hunt the killer of several TVA officers who has been stealing the technology they use to reset timelines, and Mobius reveals that this fugitive is another variant of Loki. So, I don't even know where to fucking start with this one. Okay. The conversations between Mobius and Loki in the time theater... Are some of my favorites in the entire I th- I series.
2: Think, I think Mobius, uh, Owen, played by Owen Wilson, is the best fucking part of the show.
0: I agree with that. I just want to see him on a jet ski so bad.
2: Yeah. No, he just a, he he absolutely he's like he's if a, if he wasn't in the show and wasn't acted by him, it just wouldn't have worked.
1: Not
0: yeah, he wouldn't have the opposed. same charm between the two of them.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Need I, the quirkiness of Owen Wilson to bounce off of the more. Serious quirkiness <laughs> of Tom
2: Hiddleston. It's also like I mean, he's just fucking like I don't know what it, like he's just perfect for the role. It's like the best casting you could ever do, in my mind, for Owen Wilson playing Bobby. What's Esso your purpose? Eight. Oh wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't mention. He never says wow. Once nope, he doesn't. <laughs> thank God. <mention> like no, <laughs> yeah, but thank God. Missed um, opportunity. Say could At first, I. Well, I mean we do find out that like yes the Loki's always playing like a long game but there is part of this that still holds true when he's in the theater watching like uh, how his life goes until the end of his thing yeah. i like he, he the, the actor does an incredible job but the the one thing i don't like is that you can watch all you fucking want to watch but experience doesn't isn't the same and this show hinges on that moment a lot. And even though I know he's trying to play, like, a long con, um, part of that moment still stays with him forever up until the end, or else the end doesn't make sense.
0: This is kind of where I'm a little torn uh, about Loki, because obviously this is not the Loki we saw the last time in Infinity War.
2: can not be so easily, like, transformed. And I know he's still playing, like, a con, but there's some part of it that is...
0: Yeah, and and I I get bigger picture that you have to kind of for lack of a better phrase rush development of him um because I don't, of the... I don't
2: agree with any of that ever. Like there's no reason to rush anything. You've got a multi-million dollar company with as much time as they want to fucking put in something.
1: You really do not <laughs> you need to know rush going to be a season 2. You
2: don't, you don't need like the, like where he this whole first episode should have been two episodes. Like he shouldn't be where he is at the end of the first episode because it's but too fast. It's not. It's I, an unearned emotional turn, and they, they play yeah, it off that, as that's, like
0: that's kind of where I was going with that. Yeah, it, it's it's a little, it, it's a little tricky for me because I, I get what they're trying to do like from a narrative, but at the same time it is a little. Tri- it's 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 a double edged sword. I, on one hand, I understand, but on, on the other hand, it is it is like oh, we're gonna we're gonna basically fucking TiVo through your life so that you understand what exactly happened. And like, I agree completely with Basement about like you know, viewing it does not an experience make, Espe- especially especially what would happen in Ragnarok uh, yeah. with his relationship with Thor. The other stuff but, I can I can sort of. Like Frigga, I can, I can sort of okay. He, he, you know, like with Mobius being the one that kind of is like, actually, you know, to be honest with you, that's probably what I, I would have preferred more, is if Mobius held his hand through it a little bit more and kind of really they drilled it a bit in.
2: more, a bit more to to like. I mean, they eventually go to like these apocalypse moments, things like that, right? Yeah, I would have loved a bit more. Like, I'm gonna take you to this moment, and then you're you're kind of in it. Yeah. Not just – it's still a viewership, it's still, if they because that's the only thing they can really do. They can't go back and change fucking time. So they're going to take him back to a moment and get him to view it to kind of hammer it home. You don't have to do all of them, but you have to do the most important one where he fucking kills his mom basically. And that I think they should have done instead of just show it on the videotape. I mean the actors pull it off, but it's just – it's right yeah. after he just ultimately accepts the idea that – like I mean it, he's there and he's like, oh my god, this is the most powerful thing in the world – this is the biggest problem with the show—is how they treat Loki.
0: That—that's really the only little like that—that—that that, that, to me, anyway. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about you, Heather, but that's really just the kind of like I didn't hate it, but at the same time, it's like.
1: Uh, oh,
2: I didn't hate it. I, I still think it's it's fine. It's just it could have been done better.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Well, it could have done been done a little better, but you also got to remember. The part where he gets the most emotional with it is when he sees Frigga die. And if you remember, when he's sitting down in the prison cell and Thor comes to break him out, what he truly looked like at that moment after he found out.
2: But he had experienced things up until that point. Like, well, there's just not like, really. There's, well, I mean. Not for that there's...
0: point, anyway. For everything else, yeah. There are other experiences. But, like, I mean, but...
2: the thing is. Like... It's just the, the lack of, okay, you know, remember fucking, I looked at the chat and said, this is your life, and I'm thinking of scared straight. Remember that fucking stupid ass <laughs> show where they get the kids and be like, it's not good enough oh to God. be like, yep. in your life in 10 years, you're going to be fucking homeless and sucking dick for whoppers. And it's like, okay, cool. But instead, they send them to prison and some big fucking badass dude comes up and says, fuck you, dude. I'm gonna fuck you in the ass tonight. <laughs> it's like, oh my you God, know. I'll never be this way again. So that's the difference right there, scared straight. You want to get I th- fucked in the ass or do you want to watch it?
0: I think that like – and maybe this is just me. I think what Mobius was trying to do was he was trying to, under, to, to make Loki understand like, hey um,
2: – I love the dialogue. There's nothing wrong with the dialogue at all. It's just like it's an unearned flip of a character. They haven't gotten there yet. It's too fast too furious well
0: wow. this is god damn it this, this this is this is a heavy show let's 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 not beat around the bush um the other thing I the other
1: like the, the other the other thing
0: the other thing <laughs> the other thing i actually really really liked about this was showing how fucking useless the infinity stones were and yes. something something about that scene happened where what's that
2: it needed to happen to set up the oh yeah the, uh, i like i mean i think a lot of people looked at it and didn't like it
0: oh no i loved it because it showed <laughs> it showed to me that it's like that's done now we've got bigger things and 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 we're moving on to like it's 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 not only it's not to squash the power of the infinity stones but it's to show like no we're, we're done there I, like... I,
2: I didn't think they had to do it to the way that they did it though I think that, yeah, like the Tesseract or whatever that, the, that he had which is one of them I think they could have played off that but having like them everywhere and being like yeah we use them as paperweights is kind of a bit much it's... of being like well... let's throw away that idea completely I know you love the movie but it's done move on <laughs>
0: well it's 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 it's, i think it's a it's a it's a symbolic gesture not just in terms of like okay you know the infinity stones are not useless per se but they even i mean they did try to cover their ass with saying well yeah we're outside of time and you know that's why they don't work it's like "Mm -hmm. that's why you have fucking 30 of them right
2: i mean it's just like the whole place was fucking awesome even when they went out and it's like i thought there was no magic here and they show like this landscape of things that look fucking impossible to achieve (laughs) Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 no shit and, and um, the question the, the greatest part they like they question he, he immediately questions Just like so you just got three fucking old lizards that yes, determine space everything li-
0: space lizards
2: and then he, he challenges that and he's like well you're what a god born from oh that's actually a frost giant or whatever born from a god that controls this and that it's like you know it's all fucking hearsay it's all ridiculous <laughs> man i mean i mean
0: you go going like wow wow <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's dream big, but it's still a very good first episode. I absolutely love the beginning of this show, the first and second episode. The third is a bit of a dip, but...
0: Well, let's get to the second episode then, which is, of course, <laughs> the very... Oh, and that's the other thing, too, is that I did love... Um the setup in terms of the overall, like the story is also like the, 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 the plot is established or at least the beginning part of the plot is established of, Hey, there's this variant going around killing fucking people and taking their reset switches. Um, we need to help you catch it. Like why me? Well, it's because it's a variant of you. I actually like that little, like, I don't want to say swerve, but kind of like, duh, duh, duh. Like it was just a little like, Oh, it's another low key. I could I get mean, in I, I, I get
2: as, as soon as the show started, I was like, it's another Loki. <laughs> it wasn't, God like, a it. big mystery or anything, right? But uh, it, it, it it works even better as the show goes on and you realize why it would be. Because Loki's a fucking bitch-made mischief son of a whore. It's
1: also yeah,
0: like, exactly.
2: It's, so. it's, it's
0: <laughs> also,
1: it's, there's, like, 12 million different variants of
0: him. It, it's also yeah. the name of the show.
1: Well...
2: We had Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, and uh, oh god, don't start. Yeah, yeah we'll,
0: we'll get there eventually. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, but anyway, episode two uh, is known as the Variant. So Loki joins a time variance authority mission to to the site of an attack by the fugitive variant of him in 1985, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Can't believe that's an actual name of a place. They find it that is. T- yes. they they. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the fair. Yep. They, they find, they find, they
1: gosh Oshkosh Begosh from.
0: <sighs> I can't believe I'm so tired <laughs> and stupid. Of no. Oshkosh
1: Begosh is actually a clothing line in Oshkosh.
0: No, I, I know. Is, I'm is just saying. Is it like
2: big
1: and tall? No, no, it's children's clothing. It's not, well, it's Ew. adults too. Farm
2: All adults wearing children's clothing? Sign me yeah. up. Farm, farmer
1: clothing.
0: I need a, I need a, uh, If I'm fat, then Stewie's fat too. We wear the same size onesie. Uh, (laughs) They find that the TVA Hunter uh, Hunter C-20 has been kidnapped, but Loki derails the mission by stalling and attempting to bargain his way into immediately meeting the timekeepers who supposedly created the TVA in the sacred timeline. He also requests assurances that he will not be killed after the variant is caught. TVA analyst Mobius M. Mobius realizes that Loki is lying about the variant being nearby, so the TVA resets this branch timeline. I particularly love this scene too because Mobius knows Loki so fucking well that he sees right through his bullshit and it's it's weird because it's like yeah, we just had that like pivot moment from the first episode but yet yeah, there's a lot of still leftover shenanigans bullshit from the before like I don't know how to feel about this part. Part of me loves it, but I don't know.
1: It's just, it's backtracking from him switching those, flipping the switch and becoming the good guy to help them out to, yeah, I'm still Loki.
2: This is where it's very difficult to have a a lead like uh, Loki and try to make him a protagonist. Because he's always like, if you're going to have this heavy emotional scene in the first one of him being like, oh my god, to also be like, oh, I'm playing all the angles. It's like, then, And this is a problem that Marvel has in general with a lot of its products. It's just like, how serious is this? Or how serious is any moment? You can't just rob people of emotions and flip it around again. <laughs> but that's a Loki's character, so it makes sense. In this respect, for me, I yeah. was like, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> Wee, I'm on for the ride! Well, no, I mean, it, it like I love the dialogue, and I love the... I, I will be... i just might as well say this right now. Almost every interaction between Mobius and Loki, not that I of it, but, but almost every time they are together on screen interacting, it's gold. It's absolute gold every single time. A couple of small moments where like nothing really happens, but but really bigger, like they're, they're great off of each other. And this is another scene where it's great off of each other, but it's it's a little like you supposedly just, you, you heavily implied that he is changed a bit and he revealed himself to be like, you know, the scared person who uses fear to instill, you know, the, the line he used at the end of the first episode were like to instill fear in, in other people to, to hide their weakness. So you like implied that there was a character change, even if it was a forced quick one. But then it seemed like I know, it, it, maybe it's just me it, it seemed like he went backwards a little bit. But then again, maybe he just repositioned his power this, grab. No, this, it, it's it's kind of weird for this me. Is
2: where they, this is where the character suffers for the overall show. Unfortunately, like I mean, they they like they slightly do him dirty because you can't force a character change in one emotional moment. You just can't. And then I'm assuming after seeing him later that he's playing the long con, but then they flip it back over and he's not really playing the long con. It's not like it's like pick a lane with this motherfucker, man. <laughs>
1: Well, that's the wonderful thing about Loki. He doesn't have lanes. He does whatever the fuck he wants.
2: Yeah, (laughs) but he still has end goals. He's always had end goals. And his end goals... He also has
0: trust issues, too.
2: Yeah, it's just... I I think for the most part, it works. But there's, like... You deflate certain scenes when you flip and flop back and forth with how he is going to be a character.
1: Well, you gotta think about it this way. At this point in time in the show, Loki's end goal is to get the fuck away from the TVA and get back to his own life.
2: Well, I think and his end like, goal was to take over the TVA at this point. Cause he kind of makes that uh, relatively
0: clear at some he, point. He at, at the end, at the end of the first episode, he understands that he cannot go back to his own timeline. He understands that because he, he watched how everything plays out. He's like, I can't go back. There's, there's no way. And I think what, the he
2: repositions to be like I'm going
0: to be the Lord of Time. Well, when he realizes the Infinity Stones are fucking useless, because he was he's like, give me the Tesseract right now, or I'll cut you like a fish. He's like, what's a fish? Yeah. Um That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and he and he goes, oh here, and he opens up. He's like, Infinity Stones, and then and then he says something to the effect of like, is this the greatest power in the universe? Like, kind of like yeah. realizing like everything he thought was the biggest power in the universe, which was the Infinity Stones, is. Not the case. It repositions, so he's just trading one measurement of power for the other. But my point is that, like, it it seems like there's a character change, but is there based off on the, just the initial dialogue? But I mean, I, I don't know. It's 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 a bit tricky. But anywho, um, back at the TVA headquarters, TVA Judge Ravona uh, Ravona uh, Renslayer objects to Loki's involvement but Mobius convinces her to give Loki another chance after researching TVA files and learning of Asgard's Ragnarok Loki theorizes that the variant is hiding in near apocalyptic events where they can go undetected by the TVA because nothing they do can change the timeline there. Loki and Mobius prove this possibility by visiting Pompeii in 79 AD where Loki warned locals about the coming eruption of Mount Vesuvius without changing the timeline using a clue previously garnered by, from 1549 Axun province following one of the variant's attacks Loki and Mobius deduce that the variant is hiding during a hurricane in 2050 Alabama at Superstore Rocks Karts Hurricane Shelter, Loki, Mobius and TVA agents are ambushed by the variant who uses enchantment to possess the bodies of Hunter B-15 and other locals so um wh- one Over thing I
1: w- the body of the uh, TVA captain
0: yeah. So th- th- yes. So something I also forgot to uh, to mention uh, that was not talked about um, in from the first episode because when 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 uh, Mobius was uh, <laughs> was Mobius was going over his life. I don't know about you guys. I loved when they made Loki D.B. Cooper.
3: jumping yes. out yeah. of the. Out <laughs> of the I, I, I forgot to
0: mention that part. It just. I loved it, and it was part of the teaser footage, and we're like, "What the fuck is this?" And then he's like. Can't believe you didn't tell me you were D.B. Cooper, uh, which those of you who don't know is a man who robbed an airplane, uh, held it hostage, I think for like a hundred thousand dollars or some ridiculous amount of money. I and thought he then... robbed like,
2: something else and was on an airplane. And then no, vanished. no, he was on
0: an airplane and held the airplane hostage, saying, "I want a hundred or hundred million or whatever the number was of money." And then this is in the seventies, I believe, or sixties. And then he jumped out of the airplane and nobody found him. Never. And so they poke fun of it with like Loki, like basically saying like, it's "Hi, it's yeah, and then the Heimdall grabbed them. Uh but anyway, um, that
1: too. I was drunk and I lost a bet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> I
3: I, I great mean shit. the
2: um the first of all the idea of like how they presented hiding an apocalypse and stuff is fucking great. Eh? I loved it. I loved Genius. it. Yep. And it adds so much more it makes so much sense for fucking Loki to be doing that, right? Of of all people hiding in yep. fucking chaos. Which is what he does anyway. Um, The way that they presented it was cool. It's just, uh, I kind of... This is where, like... that This is, like, the step this show didn't take for me. Where it's like, hey, we're going to 2050 and uh, we're going go to go v-
0: like... more apocalypses. Well,
2: that's one thing that could have been fun. But I also feel like it's a missed opportunity to kind of, like, show the creative side of what certain futuristic landscapes would look like. They, they tend to be... It's I'm going to say they're lazy with the way that they present things because like they, they have the rock smart and it has a holograph in front of it, uh, like shopping or whatever. But other than that, it's basically a fucking Walmart. They even have
1: I was gonna say you, everything
2: you, else you, inside you is old as shit that exists now.
1: Nice. You step inside like, it's Walmart today.
2: Like the, wow. this is where like the small details count to kind of sell the idea. And I wish that they had like somebody on set that was pushing more for that. And it happens multiple times in this show where they have, like, the idea is so strong, the execution isn't always the best.
0: <laughs> I think they were trying to play it safe with some of the future, more specifically with future events on Earth. I Actually, I think this is the only one. Well, I, was... I don't
2: care about, like, the event so much as the representation of what, if you're going to go to a future fucking Walmart, have more than what's available in a Walmart today.
0: I'm just saying, Back to the Future Part 2, uh, 2015 did not, that was not that a lot of that shit didn't happen so i think they were more trying to play it safe in terms of like i mean it's marvel for how Loki's
2: gonna be watched in 2050 who gives a fuck (laughs) (laughs) i mean this is where they could have had like a bit more creative juices flowing and and then this happens for other like places that they go eventually in this show where it's like oh man this is a cool idea and then you watch and it's like it's kind of an empty world Well yeah it's, an it's like it's like a no, it's like it's an open world game that's like oh my god it's going to be so much fun once you get in there and then it's just green landscape forever everything looks the exact fucking same
0: so it's minecraft it's like, um cool. i'm a big fan of ancient greek and roman history so seeing pompeii and vesuvius was right up my alley i thought that was great i, I love the the idea i i with basement in terms of the creativity of them going there and like yeah shit's not going to matter i also did kind of uh laugh a little bit of uh, when he's like, yeah, I know Ragnarok. So many people dead. He goes, yeah, awful. Anyway, so anyway, uh, da, 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 like heartless bastard. Up, like, <laughs> yeah,
2: well, not just that. Uh, I really just dismisses his Ros- or whatever it was.
0: <laughs> so many people dead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's tragic. Anyway, so moving on. Da, 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 I'm like, yeah, you just read about the, your entire the,
2: Man, I'm telling you, they just, the, the, this whole show should have just been fucking him and Dude. Owen Wilson buddy copying through fucking time. Yeah, because yeah. It, it's the best part of the show. And and there's not enough of it in this show, which is the sad truth.
0: So they get to the, the, okay. So a couple of things to note that when they get to the, I don't know if you guys probably didn't catch this when they get to rocks art, rocks cart, whatever the fuck the name of the Walmart is. I'm just gonna call it Walmart. um, There's lightning and it's a, there's a rainstorm because obviously there's a hurricane coming. That's going to be a massive apocalyptic event. And Loki looks up when there's lightning Mm-hmm. Because him. he's he's looking for Thor. He's not there. He's dead. <laughs> but no, it's a callback to the to the first Avengers I, movie. It was like I don't. Yeah, no, like
2: I was yeah. weird really puppy dog crazy. eyes. At the I,
0: sky. I, well, he was like I, He was oh, you afraid of afraid a little lightning. I'm not a fan of what follows after, and it's just it's I, a I.
2: Fucking stupid thing. If they can do that. Why can't you have fucking upgraded shit in a Walmart in 2050? Like, it's, it's I don't no. get it. The set, the, the set design was like, "Hey, so what's the future look like? Neon lights,
0: holograms."
2: Hey, we're we're the we're the fucking time police for all of the universe. Ninety nine
0: point nine
2: nine 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 percent of our employees are just humans.
0: So, what? while look, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about every other species that exists?
0: Fuck him. While Loki engages the variant, the other agents find a distressed C-20 who reveals that she had disclosed the timekeeper's location. The variant is revealed as a female incarnation of Loki and rejects his offer to overthrow the timekeepers together. Instead, she activates and sends several stolen time reset charges to various locations and points along the sacred timeline, creating numerous new branches uh, and throwing the TVA into disarray. She teleports away with Loki following right behind her. So I thought the reveal of the variant was clever. They, they they strung it along just long enough to, you know, make a dramatic entrance when she actually reveals herself, uh, who we do know will be called Sylvie. We'll get there in the ne- when we get to the next episode. Um, I kind of wish there was a little bit more to this plan. Now that I think yep. about it. Because basically her plan is to send off reset charges everywhere throughout the Sacred Timeline. And then while they're distracted, go, go in. And- and yes.
1: That's it. You think- That's not how Loki would have done it.
2: <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this character? <laughs> Sylvie character is like absolutely ridiculous. I, I, like they, the, uh, well, we're not at the her origin, but it's like, okay. What? Well, at <laughs> this like, point, we
1: don't know her origin, and she—we don't know her origin. Get out of him.
2: So she she beats his ass. Um, she's got the power of enchantment, but she doesn't have the same like illusion abilities that he has. We'll um, get to
0: her origin in the next episode, actually. But go uh, ahead.
2: Yeah, but um, so yeah, her idea is set up all these. Like, first of all, she literally finds out ten seconds before this happens how to get to where she wants, like the end game of her plan.
1: Yeah,
2: and then she's like, oh, "Well, it's got to happen now." Even though I could jump around, jump around, get down.
0: Well, it's no, like, I, I get that part. I, I get the part of needing to know how to get to the timekeepers because she had. No but wouldn't clue. you? Wouldn't you
2: start there?
0: Why would I bother doing that if I don't know how to get there first?
2: Because you can get there and not do anything after. that. I would start with the end of my plan.
0: <laughs> I, I would do it the other way around. I would I would do it. I would start with Consider how to get. You could be caught at any moment. So that's the biggest problem I have with it is that your 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 plan could be interrupted at any point in time because time variance authority. It's in their fucking name. You know what I mean? Like, what's to what's to stop? I mean, granted, the TVA works outside of space and time, so maybe that's why it could work. But
2: No, the the, the whole like the the whole idea of the tva it, like what i came to a conclusion of is like certain things they just allow to happen because they're supposed to happen that's it so this is supposed to happen it's supposed to be this rigamarole trying to find this person that's a variant and it ends up happening because it's supposed to happen it's already known to happen it's all being allowed to happen it's just i kind of think like uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal 5,000 different bombs to get to a place I know nothing about and I don't even know if the people that I'm looking for are there or if they're fucking holograms or anything. It's like, why would you... <laughs> why would you... <laughs> it's, I'm going to start building a bomb before I know it's a bomb.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. Um... And not to mention that while she's setting all of this up, they could have shown
0: up and stopped her. Like, immediately. Well, that... Well, that's my point. Is like, like especially well, she, they
2: can't find her because she's in the apocalyptic events. Right, but and now, when she now does that show they show up, she outsmarts them and steals her bomb.
0: But here's my point. Like, okay, and, and I think this might be what Heather's point is. Okay, let's say they find her and she sends off all the all the 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 the, the, the bombs. Right, what's mm-hmm. to stop them from just going back ten minutes before, knowing exactly where her exact location is, and stopping her before the bombs go off? So shut up, in anyways. <laughs> hey, so shut up. So anyway, if it,
3: if doesn't work, if the it happens in the t-
0: if it happens in the TVA, I understand that because they said that time is is not the same in the concept or in the confines of wherever the TVA is because it's outside of time. Fine, I can sort of believe that as its own dimension, whatever. But if your plan involves you doing something in the sacred timeline, you are instantly fucked. Because at any point in time they just find you and then they can just go back to it you know just take a step back and going back a chapter and it's like okay it's it's like a fucking, uh saved setting on a game if if you die at a certain point you're like okay I'm not gonna go there let's go back to the auto save point and let's just do do it differently that's that's kind of where my frustration yeah, was I mean th-
2: this is the th- always gonna be the problem with time travel. I, I it, know like it like I know it's like if you can go back in time at any point in time, then any, nothing ever matters. Nothing hey, so ever fucking matters.
0: <laughs> hey, so shut up. So anyway, we're on to episode three, which is called Lamentus. Um, this is before, of course, before Loki and the Time Variance Authority arrive in 2050 Alabama to apprehend her. The variant, also known as Sylvie, projects an emulated memory into her captive TVA agent, known as Hunter C20, to collect all the information about the location of the timekeepers the TVA's of course supposed creators Sylvia and Loki arrive at the TVA from Alabama she attempts to visit the timekeepers but while he tries to apprehend her however TVA judge Ravona Renslayer appears and attacks them both but Loki uses a temp pad to teleport himself and Sylvia away I did love the fact of like move and I'll kill him she's like fine okay. <laughs> duh Um, They arrive at 2077 Lamentus 1, a moon that is about to be crushed by a planet, but neither can escape due to the Tempad having run out of power. They agree to work together because Loki has magically hidden the Tempad while only Sylvie knows how to recharge it. It's in his ass. The two uh, surreptitiously travel on a train bound for the Ark, an, an evacuation spaceship, intending to use it to recharge the Tempad. However, Loki gets too drunk and draws attention to himself, leading the guards to fight him and Sylvie. She follows him when he is thrown off the train and both discover that the Tempad was broken, as a result. The two change their plan, traveling on foot in hopes of commandeering the Ark to escape. During the journey, Sylvie tells Loki that TVA employees are all variants. Loki realizes that the TVA employees do not know this as he was previously told that they were all creations of the Timekeepers. Loki and Sylvie fight their way through the guards while avoiding a meteor shower trying to board the Ark, but is destroyed by a meteor before they can board it, leaving them stranded so this is uh i think basement you said that this is the episode that kind of like so
2: this slipped. is the worst episode of them all in my opinion because first of all if you're gonna play off the idea that this temp pad or whatever needs to be charged this is something you should have dropped earlier in the show <laughs> you should have <laughs> hinted towards the fact that it does need to be charged and it needs a massive power considering it's a fucking phone
0: this is where we need the the tony <laughs> stark um not a great plan. <laughs>
2: The, the, yeah. the, you just need to sh- you need to foreshadow something like that. You can't just bring it, and then you don't even need to fucking include it because they destroy it anyway. Right. The only reason they include the low power shit is to get them from point A to point B. When they could have gone to from point A to point B without the low power shit, it, the whole thing for the low power was for him to hide it and her to be like, "Well, give it to me, give it to me." That was the entirety of that whole fucking storyline, which was half this episode, which I just disliked. Then you have uh, this is the one that has her origin story, right?
0: Uh, so, actually i think it's maybe it's the fourth episode let me just see here um well
2: i'm gonna fucking talk about it anyway because it's ridiculous fuck it yeah so oh. they they capture this fucking little kid what is she 14 and they capture her from asgard because that's what it looks like uh oh you're variant how did she get variant nobody knows then they <laughs> she, she fucking single-handedly beats the guards in the tva and disappears Loki got his ass fucking handed to him left, right, and center by these people, yet a little 14-year-old girl is like, hey, guess what? I got the power of plot.
0: (laughs) So there's a couple things about Sylvie's origin that get me a little, like, (laughs) that, that get me upset. That's the smallest of it all, to be honest with you, what you just said about yeah. how she... Now, now, you could have her escape from the TVA, like sneak out and grab a temp pad. Fine. That makes a lot of sense to me. You know, they definitely could have done it better. The part that aggravates me the most about Sylvie's origin story, I, honestly, her character looking for revenge against the TVA for stealing her away, I'm not even like upset with that. I mean, it's a little hollow, but fine, whatever. I can sort of buy it. What I have a problem with is why the fuck the TVA waited so long to take Sylvie if she's not uh, supposed to be it's a fucking variant. Like,
2: are, are we supposed to believe Sylvie is like 25 years old? Because she looks like she's 38, 40.
0: No, it's not. Well, I mean. You're how old has hop- this
2: fucking bitch been ju- jumping through apocalypse? Well, I from mean, apocalypse ne- to apocalypse? Like how long I mean, has this been going on? Time and how works does differently. They not catch how do they not catch a
0: 14-year-old girl? Time works differently in the TVA. But no, my, my point is this. If the sacred timeline, everything is supposed to happen for a reason, right? There's no reason she should have been fucking ex- like existed. So why did they wait that long to take her out of the timeline?
2: Like, Why didn't they just go back in time and kill her on sight? I mean, there's, it's just never going to make sense. Um, so I, like when I came to the conclusion about time travel, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna pinpoint the fucking problems with time travel because this whole show will fall apart. And the, rest of the I have MCU to. I, too. I,
0: I I had to. There's a couple of moments where I just be like shutting down, and I I know exactly it's, what you mean it's, because it's just like if you think about it too hard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and all they do is they try to talk around it as much as possible, and it's like it's so shut up. the so more anyway. they. The more they say, the less you think. Yeah, but uh, the uh, the whole, Sylvie's character. It f- well, first of all, why is she upset about being called Loki?
0: Yeah,
2: the, she, I have no friends. I don't know because. nobody. So who the fucking cares what your name is?
0: I, I, my my only guess is that because it seems like a negative stigmatism from the TVA that she's like, oh, you're a Loki. That, that's my only guess. But it's it's. I need to stress. <sighs> How, that's a, that, that is a, her her character
2: is like, (laughs) her character is probably the worst character in the show. I mean, she's not like, the the actress actress does a good job. The actress does a good job. The character needs to be there because you need that driving point uh, to get to where the show wants to go. But it's also like, she's just like fucking magically unstoppable in every way possible. Even though she's just like, it, it, you have to suspend so much disbelief for her character to be her character, and she doesn't seem like a Loki. She
1: doesn't. She really, really that's, doesn't. That's... She's more like a Valkyrie than a fucking Loki.
2: Yeah, and I mean, first of all, at least give us a couple other women for Loki is. Instead, she's like fucking Neo from The Matrix, The Chosen One. But, like, yeah. there's no other female Lokis, really? There's no other female Lokis? And in this episode, they have to throw in, hey, do you like guys and girls? I like a bit of both. But in all actuality, all he wants to do is fuck himself in female form.
1: Well, honestly, if you go back into the actual mythology of Loki, he once banged a horse, so. Yeah, it's just like, it's, a, it's such a weird
2: upgrades. add-on that was fully there for them to be like, guess what? We're with you, girls. Oh, the, boys.
0: The, the the prince line and the yeah. Interesting. It, it,
2: it, it was such a throwaway line; didn't even really need to be included. And If you wanted to include it, then explore it. Otherwise, leave it away because it's like, yeah, I like boys and girls, but today I like myself in girl form.
0: So, listen. That's if I had the, the if whole thing if I, thing from this point on with this show. Listen, if I had the choice, uh, so I agree that this is the worst episode out of them all. I'm I'm not I'm not taking away from it. That being said,
2: like visually it's one of the best episodes. I love the visuals. I was about to say yeah, there to is the, the... There, <laughs> there is there
0: there's definitely some merit in this. I think that the 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 tempad shit don't even nope. Um Loki singing was was wonderful in the uh like the Viking Asgardian Gaelic kind of uh song. Um there is a little bit of dialogue between Sylvie and Loki that I did appreciate. Aside from the line, I know what you're talking about, because now you're trying to slow it down a little bit to to kind of and you broaden need character
2: to breathe a bit. Yeah. Oh, like, fucking
0: yes. And it's, it's it's Loki, but it's not Loki. So it's it's that, kind of she doesn't
2: come off as Loki almost at all to me.
3: Mm-mm.
2: And that, that's the writing trying to make her the the true hero of the show this is this is the problem that marvel's faced in the last little bit phase four specifically the um the hijacking of characters in their own fucking feature films and own shows like in this show loki's character is plays second fiddle to loki's character that's not really loki um and it happens in doctor strange as well he's not the main character In his own movie. I'd argue to say he's not the main character in his own movie. He's more like a vessel to get from point to point. What this Loki is in this show.
1: Hey, that's what I got from the trailers for that too. It's more about Wanda than it was about Doctor Strange.
2: It's more about Wanda and fucking soulless Javis.
0: Mom of the year. Um, (laughs) I also will say that the, uh i love the idea though of this episode the shit hit the 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 shit hit the fan um moment where like the arc explodes and it's just like
1: we're fucked there's there's
2: a couple things like I, i love the idea of the episode i love the idea of trying to get from point a to point b because it's we're gonna die if we stay here and they're also on the run so they don't really have anything to hinge it on um the one thing i don't like uh, outside of what we've already spoken about is that that end scene where the ark does get destroyed. Well, who, who in the fuck is going to fight them? Their planet's about to explode. It, it wouldn't make that, any that, fucking that, mental yeah, sense I, I will an say that an army to was one fight you. like
0: why, why are you stopping them? What? what Nobody would try. It? Yeah. <laughs> like, unless unless they were trying to, to get, the uh, unless they were also trying to get into the ark too, which that's the only only it, thing it I could. It
2: would have made sense if they yeah. were robots
0: yeah yeah
2: you just can't have humans be like well yeah, i'm in a death and i'm still loyal to these fucking rich dickheads that are leaving me because that's just not real life i'm sorry
0: and anywhere but that being said it's all uphill from here right so we go moving on to episode four which is the nexus event many of we're going to skip over the beginning part because it's basically just what we talked about about sylvie's origin story so in the present TVA agent Mobius M. Mobius asks Ravona Renslayer, why am I having trouble with that today? To see Hunter C oh, twenty, but weird. That's
3: what. But, Ren,
0: but Renslayer <laughs> claims C twenty died from a mental breakdown caused by Sylvie's enchantment. Meanwhile, back in 2077, amidst the destruction of the moon of Lamentus a stranded Sylvie and Loki form a romantic connection. This causes, it creates a unique branch timeline, a nexus event perpendicular to the sacred timeline, which alerts the TVA who come uh, to rescue and arrest the pair. Returning to the headquarters, Mobius and Loki, uh, Mo- Mobius has Loki imprisoned in a time loop of a moment from his past on Asgard with Sif, wherein she attacks him and says he will always be alone. Mobius pulls Loki out to interrogate him about how the Nexus event occurred, and then mocks Loki's narcissism in falling in love with Sylvie. After Loki reveals that the TVA employees are all time variants, Mobius sends him back into the time loop. Mobius later steals Renslayer's Tempad, in which he finds a recording of her interviewing a mentally sound C-20 who confirmed Loki's statement. Meanwhile, a distraught Hunter B-15 brings Sylvie to 2050 Alabama and asks the latter to show her memories of her past life, having glimpsed them when Sylvie previously enchanted her, learning her own true variant nature in the process. So now it's starting to fucking crumble.
2: This is a very good episode, actually, for this show. The, the, the only misstep is episode three, and I knew it had to be slower, but, like, there's so many Different
0: other problems with, with that
2: episode. Yeah, uh, This this was a good episode because they're kind of getting to the meat and potatoes. I, I, the only episode I don't like is three, and it's not even a wasted yeah. episode because it does stuff.
1: It, it actually moves the story forward still, but... Yeah, it moves it forward. It could have been done. <laughs> Different.
0: Yeah. I, I do like the idea of the of the secret of oh, well you got and, and some people are like oh the idea that they they start like questioning everything because you know they find out they're they're all variants it's like yeah yes, that was established that's
2: the, the, the thing was, is like that that is mental enslavement it is. Th- th- it's such a huge deal if you're like oh i devoted my life and it's my the, the time works different in the TVA. So and it's hinted at that that the, like uh, Mobius has been there for thousands of years or something, like a long fucking time. Didn't you say like Eons at some point they have a conversation? Yeah, so they've like, been there for
3: a long fucking time. I remember
1: how long I've been here feels like eons. Something yeah.
2: Like so I mean it, it didn't necessarily need to be eons, but they've been there enough time to be like and their mind was erased from their previous life. So but, they stole but, your previous life away r- to give you a terrible
0: desk job. Right, and the point being is that, well, if that's bullshit, what else is?
2: Yeah, and this is where, like, they start questioning everything that has
0: to do with Trust is another big theme of the show.
2: It is, but, like, this is also where, like, the idea of, um, at least the way I was looking at it, it's like, as soon as it goes to, like, uh, an overarching, like, um, a government or a uh, political or religious belief that indoctrinates... And continues to like, you know, reinforce that indoctrinated point of view. And when you ask questions, it's like, it's like uh, the invasion of the body snatchers. <laughs> and they look at you off. Oh. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're done. You can't ask questions. As soon as you ask questions, the whole thing fucking falls apart. So it's like that blind, uh, follow through Faith? blindly or get the fuck out of here. Is that what you
0: yeah. got, I mean, did you feel the same way, Heather?
1: Yeah, I did. I, it's, just one of those things where it's you have. What is your problem?
0: <laughs> Fatted.
1: That Madden dropped. Ah. Oh uh, yeah. He's <laughs> that's why he's not on camera. Uh, but with this episode, it just becomes why it's not only really a fact of the questioning of becoming being a variant. You know, right away, it's also. It's Loki telling you that you are another variant.
0: Boy who cried wolf. Especially
2: with the yeah. way that they've uh, they've treated variants and what they do to variants, And it's like the the idea is just so fucking like actually morally disgusting, of <laughs> being like you know yep. we're gonna strip you of everything and then force you to do the thing that was done to you to other people, and, and it, like.
1: Until, and it's really not until Mobius sees the pen in rovina's office that he it actually clicks like
3: hmm
1: and that's when he steals her temp pad
0: i think the other and by the way i forgot to mention that he always it was fascinated with jet skis which we'll get to in a second um
1: spoilers there's jet skis in season two i've already seen i, I
0: was to say i heard that there's there's a scene like uh, a, a, of a, a yep you have to be it became such a fucking thing after the show um you know, it's it's an interesting watching the, the relationship between Mobius and Loki kind of develop. And I think this is obviously the peak because Mobius does take a bit of a backseat after this episode. Um, and this is kind of like the peak of their relationship and, and how they because they don't have much dialogue between each other at this point And Mobius kind of has his own thing. And it's that trusting Loki. And it's been a constant back and forth. I mean, granted, it's only been four episodes, but it's a back and forth between like who trusts who and whatnot. And Loki's finally telling the truth. And well, Mobius is going to like, I have faith in him. And I'm like, wow, we're all variants. Um, <laughs> but you know, the next part, which I'm going to get to in a second is, 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 is... what's that? it? It's the
2: uh, like, and it's established from the beginning. Like when they have, like, I mean, they're walking down fucking hallways with like suits that are reminiscent of like Russia and like, Germany with these sashes over them and this moral superiority that they uh, portray it's very like and, and it's done in such a it's done in such a way that I prefer instead of being like this we are Germans Heil Hitler it, it's more like we're gonna refer to it visually and then we're gonna have like reference to it on a level of writing that's been better than the rest <laughs> yeah where it's like they're in the background but it's not like they're not thro- they're not basically saying that's hitler or that's this right they're they're just referring to like things of the past that are very much a government or a, a place of power takes over
1: and forces people in, to do things
0: intent um and
1: and i love that um was i the only one that got like little vibes of like the kremlin when they were in the tva itself yeah, oh, it, yeah. It,
2: it, it's so like I, the 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 lighting and the way that they've like mm-hmm. they showed the whole thing it was so very like good god i'm in a 1970s library and i can't escape
0: it's a dry
2: it's a very pit sh- 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 hole <laughs> yeah
0: it's it's a dry crusty like you know. it's
2: yeah it's a, and like um all it takes is like somebody to get one small memory of something to be like i'm done with this Domino like, that's, effect. How fra- that's how fragile that level of control was for them. Yep. So it's uh, it, it's great. Um, this episode two, is this the episode? Wait, we're on episode f- four. four. Or this is the episode that everything goes to shit. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I mean, mo-
1: forgive me. I watched it all almost.
2: Every
0: it's one, it's so, a, it's oh, okay. Is, like, hard well, to, let me you let me b-
1: to watch what an episode of What If and that fried your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I was
1: like,
3: oh my god, after watching some of this, and I watched
0: one I them, like, oh, I can't stand this shit. <laughs> yeah, so so, so mo- let me get through the rest of this, uh, the part four, of episode four. Mobius frees Loki and they are immediately confronted by Renslayer and the TVA troopers. Mobius acknowledges betrayal and variant status leading to Renslayer ordering him to be pruned, seemingly killing him. Renslayer takes Loki and Sylvie to the timekeepers, during which Sylvie asks Renslayer why she was first arrested, though Renslayer claims not to remember. The timekeepers order Loki and Sylvie to be deleted but B-15 frees the pair from their restraints. Loki and Sylvie team up to fight and defeat Renslayer and the Timekeeper's guards, though B-15 is knocked unconscious. Sylvie beheads a Timekeeper, only to learn that they are all androids. As Loki attempts to tell Sylvie about his feelings, Renslayer recovers and prunes him. Angered, Sylvie overpowers her and demands the truth about the TVA. And of course, in the mid credit scene, we see that Loki is not dead, he is actually alive, but he is awakened in another dimension and meets four other Loki variants, who ask him to join them in order to survive yeah this is this is definitely your shit hits the moment fan uh shit hits the fan moment for sure i mean what the fuck
1: did one of them not remind you of christopher fucking walken the old one (laughs) yeah but he he
2: does a great job actually (laughs) wow look at
0: all this chaos glorious purpose
2: we well, are talking about the uh, the one of the Loki's, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Sounds like not one of the fucking the space lizards.
0: I would crocodile. Wow. <laughs>
2: wow. <good> um, time. <laughs> so, I'm not a huge fan of I uh, think B15 isn't it B isn't it like some fucking some sort of vitamin or some shit? B12. The B15
1: is a bomber. b uh, B52 is
2: better. A bomber.
0: Better. Um, but or maybe or two, I, I, I guess there, there's part of me that liked that like this part, but at the same time, it's like, what the fuck now?
1: Right. Wow. Finger <laughs> now go, street corner.
0: Like, what the fuck, man? You're fucking pruning everybody. Loki, is he dead? No, there's four other versions of him. I, I mean, love what? how
2: they do say that too. It's like, it, like, there's no such thing as like kill in their mindset. There it's like oh we're pruning we're always, uh, fucking prune this and prune that and it's like we're just well it's a keepers of time yeah exactly it's, right. you know it's a it's easy it's a good way to say that we're caretakers even though we're monsters not. at heart
0: <laughs> so I think we all saw that the TVA being fuck they the timekeepers being not real.
2: I thought they weren't even going to exist at all.
0: I didn't think so either. I thought there was going to be no physical representation of them. But I think Especially we all kind of like... They
2: showed her go in that room and it was like all smoke. And I am like, all smoke and mirrors. Okay. You
0: yeah, were thinking no. like Wizard of Oz?
1: Yeah. And it's kind of that... Who is the man behind the curtain. It's really
0: a much more elaborate version of that. But yeah, we'll get there. uh um, The Loki getting pruned was... The um, worst was is fucking Mobius what the fuck? getting
2: pruned because so I'm like, no, it's one of the main reasons I'm watching this show.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mo- mo- there were two, jo- there was two draw, draw, jaw, dropping moments where it's like, when Mobius got pruned and then when Loki got pruned. But as soon as I saw that mid credit scene, and, I'm like,
2: as soon as Loki oh. got pruned, I was like, okay, something else. There's no like the, the, There's nowhere for the show to go. You remove those two characters.
3: You know, it's like, and
2: it's Marvel, so nobody ever really dies.
0: So can you imagine? How I felt when I saw this episode and episode 5 had not come out yet
2: oh man this was a really good like, like binge watch fuck, for me. really good are binge watch for me and I, I, he better so <laughs> he, better, I'll, I'll he tell you, better
0: come back on a jet ski god damn it
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you like uh, after watching this I was like you know what maybe I'll watch something else for Marvel then I turned on what if <laughs> and <laughs> I almost I, killed yeah. myself. I'm okay, like, this okay. is not a good follow-up. H- hear not me a out. No,
0: no. <sighs> what, what if it? We'll get to what if, but what if is very serialized in terms of its episodes. Ooh, I will man. say, I will say that Hawkeye is a fun little pleasant romp, which we'll get to. Um, I would really go in with low expectations, and not I think too getting crazy, but we'll get there. And then Moon Knight. Oh,
2: my, 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 Love me my Moon Knight reset. My expectations for reset when I watched the first two episodes of what if well, first one half was the first one.
0: Yes. So anyway, let's let's raise those expectations with episode five, which is Journey into Mystery. So the TVA judge Ravona Renslayer tells Sylvie that she does not know who created the TVA and that Loki was teleported to the Void, a dimension at the end of time, where everything the TVA prunes is dumped in in uh, dumped into, and from which had nothing has returned. They also deduce that the TVA's creator is hiding in the timeline beyond the Void, where they cannot be detected. I don't know why the fuck they thought that, but uh, that part kind of like – there's a lot of head-scratching moments. My fingers are bleeding. uh,
2: Jump to conclusions, Matt. Yeah. Jump to conclusions.
0: Like TVA T- 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 a- T- a- T- a- mascot Miss Minutes and Renslayer stall for time until TVA Minutemen arrive. Facing capture, Sylvie prunes herself, but after interrogating an imprisoned Hunter B 15, Renslayer instructs Miss Minutes to help her find the TVA's creator. So, not too much really going on in that part, but other than like Sylvie, you know, pruning herself after grabbing a tempad, so. Okay. Great yeah, mission! Say, mission.
3: Man, like the, with uh, that,
1: they establish. You know, with that leading up to that, it's like you, timeline end, ends here in this chaotic storm, and there's nothing behind it. When you're pruned, you're sent into this chaotic event, and you are done. That's it. That's what's explained. Right, it presumably. It's because so Sylvie, Sylvie comes, comes up with it through the
2: storm. It makes sense because her character comes up yeah. with it. That's what she's been doing the whole fucking time. Yeah, exactly. So, so that that I could get behind. Um, uh, the 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 I was just, okay, the um, the way that they like show the technology of the DVA is, is so like it's so much better than like it, they wanted to be simplistic and they want it to be visual, and they chose the right way to do that instead of if you recall like fucking jurassic park where she's going through like polygons and shit to like hack something i'm like this is a way that's so accessible for anybody like any age group to be like oh they're loading they're accessing files it's a fucking little clippy yeah wandering around a rolodex it's, it's simplistic but if all the computing was done behind the ai i could believe it
1: yeah absolutely
2: so that was that was interesting. Same with Alt, Alt, Alt Altion? Altior? Alton? Altoids. Eliath. Yeah, there we go.
0: It's like Goliath without the G.
2: Why'd they drop the G? <laughs> too
0: much too much money. Um Meanwhile, Loki learns from four time variants of himself boastful Loki, classic Loki, kid Loki. An Alligator Loki, that Eliath, a massive cloud-like creature, hunts and kills all life in the void. Upon arriving, Sylvie briefly enchants Alioth before receiving help from, of course, her former TVA member Mobius and Mobius in escaping the creature.
2: Now, how big is this
1: fucking place? Because it seems like everybody's within a square mile of each other. It feels like it, but at the same time, you're watching her run her ass off trying to get away from this cloud, and then thinking. I would,
2: I would imagine it's just like a small plane of existence.
0: I would think so because
2: too. If it's a planet, that motherfucker's not big enough to eat everything.
0: Um, I will also say this.
2: <laughs> uh, Easter to- eggs galore.
0: T- t- well, oh fucking Jesus! From the Thanos copter to looking at like, there's a helicarrier in the back. No, not enough time. Um you see the uh the Living Tribunal in the background. There's way too much time for going over Frog Easter Thor. eggs. Frog Thor. Um I love the part there was one line specifically where Loki's where the main Loki, Tom Hiddleston, is trying to wrap his head around what the fuck's going on. They're trying to escape Eliath or Eliath, and he's like he goes. This is all going Alligators. on. Blah blah blah. Yeah, he's like. He goes. An alligator Loki of me, which I have to admit is not the. It's not the. It's not the least bit like you know. Like worrying or like you know the whatever. Thing I've
2: seen yeah. <laughs> just some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I have this like theory that I don't the, think the alligator know,
1: I had seen today.
2: Yeah, right, right. I don't think the alligator Thor alligator uh, alligator Loki is even a fucking Loki. I think it's just they put horns on it. <laughs> yeah, and I love how. <laughs> I love how classic
0: Loki can understand him.
2: Yeah, because he's just fucking bullshitting. It's just
0: great. So anyway, um, intending to rule, boastful Loki betrays the other Lokis for a second Loki group led by President Loki. However, the Lokis betray each other, sparking a fight. Love it. Classic Loki helps Alligator Loki, Kid Loki, and Loki escape and eventually find Sylvie and Mobius. Using a tempad Sylvie stole from Renslayer, Mobius chooses to return to the TVA and reveal the truth about the organization to its employees, and he asks the Loki variants to come with him, but they, of course, all stay behind. After the variants escape, Loki attempts to distract Alioth so Sylvie can enchant it, but both fail until classic Loki returns and creates a life-sized illusion of Asgard to distract Alioth, saving Sylvie and sacrificing himself in the process. Working together, Sylvie and Loki enchant Alioth, revealing a citadel beyond the void, which of course they walk towards. Um... I can't believe I said Loki that many times in one fucking sentence. Um... The... <laughs> The the brawl with all of them, how could you not love that?
1: That was fucking great. I I didn't realize he was president Loki. Yeah, <laughs>
0: the, yeah a vote for Loki? The,
1: how he was dressed. <laughs> um, that it's a lot to take in, because they're going through. It's like you'll be when they get to the the uh, hiding place for them. Yep. And Loki looks at the throne, what a piddly little pile of crap, essentially. Classic Lokis, and they're saying, you best respect the throne.
0: (laughs) Well, I I did like how Kid Loki's like, what was your Nexus event? He's like, I killed Thor. I'm like, oh, okay, fucking shit. And then I...
1: When they go up through the ground, little Loki cartoon fighting with him.
0: Yep. (laughs) The other other two, uh, the other thing I forgot to note was, and this is what everyone was like... (sighs) everyone was obsessed over, was when classic Loki explained how he survived Thanos.
1: Creating an image so beautiful and lifelike that he fell for it.
0: So this sent everyone into a tizzy saying, the main Loki's alive! The main Loki's... No, he's not. He's dead. He's definitely dead. <laughs> Fuck. I love he's like, oh, I just do a planet. He's like, what? I got lonely. And then I got taken. It's like... <laughs>
2: I mean i would say <laughs> outside of the fact that it's like shenanigans with all these Loki fighting each other it does like there's actually background work being done by the um him being exposed to a bunch of different versions of him especially the older version of him
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh not so much i mean the young one is like yeah it's young and jaded because he did something stupid um but the old one is like the experienced one and you kind of like see and and the old one the fucking christopher walker motherfucker does a great job of like in in embodying his mannerisms and stuff uh-huh. uh the boastful loki is just there for the plot twist of well we threw you over or whatever but uh the old one is like there's actually storytelling being done in that scene which is good and it helps the main loki oh man fucking he,
0: he is like, my
3: favorite i mean yeah, to so to he, he
0: is my he is my favorite um he is my favorite variant out of all of them. Not, not say just in like terms again.
2: of like, say it like we again, motherfucker. <laughs> he's he's
0: my fa- He's my favorite variant, not just because of like the, the, the absurdity, but just in terms of like his plot relevance, his acting, uh, like you said, in terms of like his interaction with our main Loki. Um, and I'm including Sylvie on this one too. Uh, like he's better than that one. Um, you know, is Sylvie's that, the is,
2: worst of the.
0: Well, maybe that
2: kid one,
0: Eh, debatable. So,
1: Sylvie doesn't act like Loki at all. But it just, until no, one uh, moment, like I said, yeah. she's more Valkyrie than she is a Loki.
0: The thing that makes me scratch my head a little bit is like, oh, a lot. I mean, I feel like the Elia thing was was a little too quick.
2: Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna enchant this eater of worlds. How? Well, I'm gonna go. He's a cloud, you dumb bitch.
0: Well, but that's what. Well, no, I I, I can get behind that because it's one guy, thing if she's like, "Oh, I'm going to enchant it," but if like she didn't think she could do it, then, you know, what I mean, like, so the fact that she was able to like briefly do it, it's like, "Oh shit, I can." There's a possibility I could do this. I, I can get behind that.
2: Yeah, it's just like it seems. Uh, it, it seems very like quick and convenient, for it to be. I mean, I I'll accept it because they, they spent time, developing. That as her main ability, but it's like the stronger the mind, the harder it is for me. So let's hold hands. So I like I don't understand how holding hands with somebody that doesn't know how to do it strengthens it.
0: Because he's a Loki. There we go. Bitch.
1: (laughs) I swear, if we ever get a black cat, I'm gonna name it Loki. Sweet. It'd be green. Get a green cat.
0: Yeah. Or no, get a green alligator.
2: Get an alligator. Name it Loki.
0: It's So now we get to episode six. For all time, always. And you talk about exposition. Woo-hoo. Uh,
2: this is actually one of the reasons I actually really enjoyed this show. Because there's way more talking than there is action. And
0: well, I'm not complaining about man. it. I'm just saying I've that, that this is...
2: fucking action and these uh, fucking I'm not, things.
0: I'm not complaining about it, but there is a massive reveal in this one. And so hold on to your butts. So Loki and Sylvie enter the Citadel at the end of time where they are greeted by, of course, Miss Minutes. I fucking pissed myself with the jump scare. I'm not going to lie. She... She relays, uh, she relays an offer from her master, He Who Remains, to return them to the Sacred Timeline while offering him sovereignty and her happiness. However, the duo instantly reject the offer. Uh, meanwhile, back at the time, variance authority headquarters, Judge Ravona Renslayer receives information sent by He Who Remains via Miss Minutes. Uh, Mobius and Mobius confronts Renslayer and both accuse each other of betrayal. Uh, Renslayer leaves to search for free will after overcoming Mobius' attempt to, at pruning her. Which I just thought was fucking funny. He's like, "I'm gonna catch you!" Ow! And then like that was it. <laughs> Instant overpower. In 2018, Fremont, Ohio, Hunter B15 is pursued by other TVA Minutemen until she reveals a variant of Renslayer, a school vice principal, to prove that the TVA employees are variants. So I did love again little little seeds of shits yep. collapsing. You know what I mean? But of course, let's talk about the big part. Meanwhile. He Who Remains greets Loki and Sylvie, oh, wow. who, are both, who are both surprised that he is just a man. Using a tempad pad to avoid Sylvie's attacks, He Who Remains reveals that he can anticipate their reactions because he has foreseen the past, present, and future, and that he guided them to him. He also Where the rebe- fuck did
2: he get that apple? Yes. <laughs> Fucking motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so here I am with my apple.
0: It's a shut so shut up. So he also reveals that he created the TVA after several variants of himself discovered alternative universes and contacted each other in the thirty first century. Several of them tried to conquer other universes, leading them to a multiversal war. He who remains harnessed the creature Elioth to end it, isolating his timeline and creating the TVA to prevent further branches. But, as he has grown weary, he offers Loki and Sylvie a choice kill him end the singular timeline and risk another multiversal war sparked by his variants or succeed him in leading the TVA and managing the timeline now two okay. things here
2: this is option three
0: <laughs> two, two, both uh, two things here as soon as I saw um, as soon as I saw Jonathan Majors I he shit my exactly pants.
1: Where they were going
0: because I of- shit I shit my pants because I knew he was casted as Kang the Conqueror for An the Wasp Quantumania. And in the comics, He Who Remains is a variant of Kang okay. the Conqueror. So when I saw that, I went, Holy shit. I can't believe they're doing this here. Um so that's part one god damn it so the other part of it was he's extremely charismatic he's very uh his i love his personality his acting is fantastic and the exposition is very solid and and everything may everything makes sense um the two things I took away the, the two things I took away from this though, well actually three things was one, oh shit, we're seeing a variant of Kang the Conqueror, so shit could hit the fan. Two, um this is a this this is up there with Thanos level kind of shit. Um and three, what a great foil for Sylvie and Loki to fight over. Even before they yeah. even jumped at each other's throats, I'm like I yeah, love everything about it. this.
2: Exactly. That's perfect. And, and it's also, hey, you want to see where the MCU is going? Finally! It's like, yeah, it's, yes, I do want to see where it's going, and this is where it's going. And it's like, I mean... So, from my understanding, too, um, this variation of Kang that they meet, and I think that the, the actor does a good job to be, like, um, very, like, flamboyant and over-the-top. Yes, but because I have a feeling when we see him again, he's just going to be a warlord. Well, or closer to that than this.
0: Yeah, I don't think it, he's
2: going to be the same flamboyant acting. No, you know, no, he'll be much more destructive. Mm-hmm.
0: But my my point is, is that like if Jonathan Walters can do this, you know, uh, oh
2: yeah, he's gonna he's gonna kill it.
0: Or Jonathan Major. I ho- excuse I me. Hope,
2: I hope they do not. I, I I hope personally that they don't CGI him. I don't think you need to. I mean, you could do like CGI suit or whatever, but so, I think you're gonna want to keep his face.
0: So uh, for those of you who don't know what Kang looks like in the comics, he has a blue face with like you know a, a mess, you know weird helmet. Um, there has been leaks of his appearance in Ant-Man: The Lost Quantum Mania from Comic Con, and it doesn't appear like they're going that way. It looks like they're just gonna make him look. Relatively normal, kind of like what he looks like now. Well, that
1: but did it in some some.
2: Way, I'm sure some there's a, well, there's You're probably like a, a suit variant. With of a it.
0: Blue tint. But but you there was just
1: what the suit looks like until it's time.
0: But just that scene with him at the table explaining everything, and it just so many things. I'm like, holy fuck! Does anybody <laughs> understand such... what's going on?
2: It's it's such a great payoff for the way that the story's been because it's like this is the alternative to what we have is absolute chaos. And what we have is absolutely terrible. So it's like, stay like, it's like stay slave minded and stop things from changing for fear of where they might change to. Um, And that's his idea. He's like, I've seen this happen. So I, I've stopped it, but he never saw the extent to where it could end up. And I think that's where the, play of mcu is going to go like it's going to go back they're going to relive this multiverse fight and see where they end up but they're not going to choose the one true sacred timeline as the option like he did um but it's also great because it's like morally what the fuck would you really do
0: so this also opened up a lot of doors for uh you know this is kind of where the argument of like, oh, MCU doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and they don't know where they're going because you did have so many – at At this point in time, you have like – well, shit, you have stuff with Wanda. You now have stuff with Multiverse. You now have stuff but with – But I didn't like,
2: understand because I have watched – this was released how long ago, and I've seen things since this. And people are still like, I don't know where this was going. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you not know where this wow. is going?
0: So that's my point. If you've the that... show, it makes yeah. no
1: sense. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you say sure that? I only watched the movies and not watched any of the shows.
2: So, uh,
0: I mean, which
1: is I, another problem of
2: over
0: reliance it, on, like, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get there when we get to Doctor Strange. But uh, I, I don't know, like, I know. I mean, obviously, I have a little bit more of the comic knowledge. Did you guys have a little bit more of like the holy shit kind of feeling when this all took place? I had no idea who
2: the fuck this was. I had to Google it later.
0: (laughs) But even afterwards?
2: I mean, afterwards, I'm like, okay, this is actually very interesting. I'm actually very interested. Finally. This is (laughs) why I said. Like, this show finally gave me something. I mean, the the Marvel Universe gave me something to be like, I am kind of excited to see where it goes. And I will say the introduction of his character... He's done far better than the introduction of Thanos. Yes. And it's because they have yeah. so much more going on. Thanos was just like a man sitting on a chair in space for literally 10 years. Then he's like, I guess I'll do it myself.
0: What about you, Heather? Did you feel, how, how did you feel about it after this whole like exposition?
1: Well, like I said, when talking the last time we did Marvel Roundtable, I'd started watching the show very briefly after the entire series was finally fully released on Disney Plus but I never got to finish it so seeing what they released at SCC the SDCC and then seeing the end of this like oh they're pulling the trigger here got it
0: Yeah, that that so, you know, like I was mentioning before, at this point when this was released, a lot of people were still confused over, like, where the fuck is this going? And now, as of a couple weekends ago, at the San Diego Comic-Con, it has been confirmed that we are now in the multiverse saga. So, the significance of this is pretty fucking huge. Go figure, Loki causes the first saga... And then he causes the second one. Motherfucker.
1: It's, um... He's the key to all demise. God damn it.
2: No, it's, uh... I think the thing that... The way this show actually develops... Though it deals with, like, large topics and, like... Jumping between worlds and things like that, it's also, like, very small. In terms of how it's viewed... Like it's not—we're not jumping around to eighteen different characters all over the place and trying to make sense of things. Like the the subject matter is contained, mm-hmm. and at the same time, you explore so much. This is what I wish Doctor Strange was a bit more of. Yes. Yeah, it would made a lot more sense. This this is a better, way better interpretation of what they should have done there.
0: Yep, not disagreeing with you on that one. But. um... As the timeline begins to diverge, He Who Remains finds that he can no longer anticipate the future and Sylvie tries to kill him, but Loki fights her, fearing He Who Remains might be right and pleading that he wants to keep her safe. They do kiss, but Sylvie uses the Tempad to send Loki back to the TVA headquarters and kills a surrendering He Who Remains, unleashing a multiverse of timelines that cannot be pruned. Loki tries to warn B-15 and Mobius about He Who Remains' variants. But they don't recognize him. With Loki then discovering that a statue of one of the variants has replaced those of the timekeepers. The ending of this show, I, I, I it's the it's the best one out of every single mo- I've seen. I have seen every Marvel, MCU, Disney Plus show, and it is the best ending. Just that ominous moment of Loki, like realizing yeah we realizing royal- how fucked Fuck. they are and seeing the statue of he who remain or a variant of he who remains replacing the timekeeper and of course the mid-credit scene does show that it says does it's a stamp on one of the forms that says Loki will return in season two, which is the first um and so far only no uh yeah no there's another one uh disney plus show that is going to get a second season but man that ominous ending i was like oh oh ho, ho, ho. oh god this makes me
2: believe that like disney wacky. there's so much this this is this is it like this was the thing for disney i don't know if they thought that this was going to be the thing but this for me is the thing that's most important that i've seen so far yep and I have to think they knew that because they immediately had the second season greenlit, and they wanted this to be the jumping point. But just kind of a piss off because there's multiple places you could have done this, and you'd think you'd do it on like a theatrical release and not a television show. Um, but in the end, I'm, I'm like, I'm glad it actually fucking even happened. And am I the only person that like kind of got like fucking Adam and Eve vibes from? <laughs> looking the, the whole final part not only was there like the fucking apple bullshit but there was also the, apple, the man yeah. and the woman the man and the woman fighting over the option and her choosing the one that i think is the most destructive
3: yes
0: because she was such so, because she was selfish
2: yeah but well i mean they do a good job of showing what her character would have chosen that yeah. but it's it's it is it's, no, uh, I, I didn't it, even
0: I didn't even think of that, but uh, that that's actually a good point.
2: I, I do feel like the um, th- this show would have done better if they devoted a bit more time to her character, making her more of a character than what she is. They like, she she's she's not enough of what she should be.
1: Not where they leave off here. No, but
2: I feel like her introduction and everything is kind of like, yes, she's got this harrowing background. Yes, she's better at everything than you for some reason. Yes, she's like whatever. It's like I I just don't. She she just seemed to be too.
1: self driven.
2: It's it's just, man, I needed her to like falter a bit. Yes, she faltered at the end, but she should have faltered a bit more during the show. Yeah, like you have to show a bit of those cracks to get to where you want to get with that character. And I know, like, yeah, you, you can argue like, oh, revenge was her whole thing. But I mean, I think having like a more sympathetic or empathetic side to her of being like, and exploring like the the things that were stolen from her and why she feels so strongly about getting them back. Because for the most part, I think her character was more devoted to staying alive than revenge in the way that she's portrayed
3: right she has
2: no idea what's stolen from her she just knows that she's basically living from timeline to timeline in moments she can't stay in for very long it's such a stronger character trait than the one she ends up the one that ends up championing her character
0: well right but there's always a chance to explore more in season two
2: I just feel like they should have given up record this
0: season. <laughs> Personally, yeah. So, so now at this point in time, right now, as of the recording of this episode, you know, we obviously know season two is happening. We also know that season two is happening in phase five, which I believe is gonna be taking place uh, about a year from now. Uh about, you know, we're recording this on August sixteenth, twenty 2022, 15th, fifteenth, sixteenth of twenty twenty two. Low key season two will most likely take place some point as far as a release on Disney Plus next summer of twenty twenty three. Having before we get to the thoughts of Loki season one, do you guys have any predictions of what you think will happen in season two?
2: It's gonna help so much on where we are at yeah. that time. Like I don't have the timeline pulled up, so where is like season two and is it where is it exactly?
0: In terms of what the what the next like releases are gonna be?
2: Yes. Like what projects are right before it and
0: right after? Yeah. It. Okay. I'll I have the list right in front of me for some reason. Um <laughs> hold on, let me pull up the actual image here. So uh we we know that um we know that we're ending with Black Panther Wakanda Forever uh in November <laughs> with Phase 4. And ant-man the Wasp Quantumania will kick off Phase 5 in February of 2023. 20, uh, Spring of 2023, we'll see uh, Secret Invasion. May of 2023 will be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, summer of 2023 will feature both Echo, which is a character from Hawkeye that's going to get her own spinoff series. At the same time, that is when Loki Season 2 is expected to be released. So it is...
1: right after that?
0: Uh, the Marvels. Oh, God. What's <laughs> right after <laughs> that? They're
1: buttering us up before they hand us a pile of crap. Got it.
0: <laughs> um, after the Marvels is possibly Ironheart, uh, the show in, in fall, uh, Blade will end out the year in November.
2: I do think they're going to hint a bit more towards Blade. They did hint at it in this one when they talked about dealing with vampires. Um, I feel like the next season, there's obviously the multiverse will be fucking going wild i think that'll happen in ant-man and the quantum mania the fuck it's called. I, th- I think they'll start to slowly get into like other projects that involve the multiverse um i don't know there's the thing is i love the idea of the like time variance authority and the, them trying to like control things but how much are they really going to be featured when it's way past the point of control I but you think can't, you can't put the fucking you can't close Pandora's box.
0: I think that um, have a lot more to
2: do with Kang, the Conqueror. It has to.
0: I I think that this will be more of Kang's emergence. Up party? Yeah, it could because because the ne- <laughs> Basically, uh, you know, Avengers Kang Dynasty is there's, there's a couple of different stories that they could do uh, from the comics. One of them being Kang going to a specific Earth and trying to conquer it. But there's also a version of that of a story called the Kang Dynasty, where literally Kang teams up with an army of himself.
2: You know what? Um, I think yes. I think I, I'm gonna go in line with it, the, uh, the 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 guy that acted. I can't remember his name. The guy that the Jonathan Majors yep yeah. he's gonna be featured very heavily in the second season oh, and a lot sure. of the plot plot points will be driven by him they will be going between like uh, well, like different multi or different fucking timelines different variations of yep planet Earth they'll be jumping between those instead of time
0: mm-hmm.
2: as much. And they'll be dealing with his character. And I think they chose somebody that has like a very wide acting range. So you will get like several different iterations of him. Um, And I think they'll probably end off the season with the major iteration. uh, Kind of. I I think Loki season two will end with. uh, Like a pretty heavy loss on the side of our protagonist.
0: I think Loki will die. I think
2: that's. Quite likely, but I mean it's happened several times before.
0: Permanently, hmm. all of them. Yep.
2: Even the alligator.
0: Oh yeah, make him parachute. No, the
2: alligator, the alligator will live on
0: in our hearts, if anywhere else. Uh, Heather, any any predictions for low key season two?
1: Uh, I think general, uh,
0: general. Try.
1: Yeah, I think that I think they're gonna try to get back to his Mobius. In that timeline. And, try I agree to, with and, and also, yes, I also think it's going to be very heavily surrounded around Kang and his other variants. Like, he may have to do battle with one. Another one may help them. Because you never know. <laughs> you know what I could see happening? And I
2: don't know if I want it to happen, but I could see it happening. Um, the I think this is going to be a bit more like Buddy Cop. Uh and really rely on the Mobius and Loki uh, team-up. I don't know if we're going to see so much of female Loki. I mean, she'll probably be part of it, but not as big a part. Um, I think you might see fucking America Chavez.
1: You might, yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't even think of
2: that. I join this group, because I don't think that, that for me, I wouldn't give her her own movie. But I could definitely see her on Disney+, and she definitely has a role to play.
0: Now, mind you, there's only one version of America Chavez. Spoilers, um, so there's not any other versions of her in the other universes. So this could be the be way important.
2: she's going to be important for sure. Well, yeah,
0: she's in, she she has to be some sort of pivotal character, right? Yeah. So in theory, but um, but that's going to do it for Loki season one. So with that being said. I'm going to throw it over to basement your overall thoughts about Loki season one. And what would you rate it out of 10?
2: It's a very difficult one to, they, I mean, they've all been difficult, but, um, the other ones are a bit more like obvious because they're very black and white in terms of like what's bad and what's good. Yep. This never really had, there's not a bad episode for me. I mean, there's character inconsistencies, but again, it's season one of a show that's definitely going to be made into two seasons. So, it's hard to judge like, hey, they didn't show this much of this character. They didn't do this much of the character when they knew already that they were going to do more of this. Um, as a standalone fucking there's too much I liked about this to give it any less than an 8.
0: Mm, wow, okay. So I mean,
2: uh, it, it's above the last two. So, uh, like I I can I just fucking stupid because it's definitely not as good for me as the as infinity war Endgame, game and it's much better than a point five from the last two mm-hmm. for me so i might actually lower captain america and wanda to seven and give this an eight and still stick with my 8.5 and nine for end game and infinity war
0: god damn all right pretty strong uh but well deserved I, I think definitely well deserved heather your overall thoughts on low-key season one what would you rate it out of ten
1: it was a good show like basement said there was definitely episode three was that little dip that that could have been done better if it was robots instead of human beings
2: In obvious places where they're like fuck it and time travel <laughs> fuck
3: it
1: yeah. yeah exactly time travel is everything fuck. but um I liked it. It still raised, again, raised more questions for me than it answered. But the fact that there's a season two kind of saves it because hopefully those get answered in season two. So we'll see what happens with that. As for my overall rating, I would probably stay around the 7.5 rating because of the questions I have and what right. they could and what they have yet to do with season two so when we get to season two it may I may raise it because uh, I, I may I may drop it too.
3: <laughs> 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 the same
2: thing the thing is too like I, I feel like this and I could be completely wrong but I don't think I am this is so pivotal to the MCU Franchise well, yeah. that it's hard to not see how, imp- like, it's important. And a lot of the times we've rated these movies, um, it's like it's importance, especially since we've been retro watching them and we mm. know where it goes. Now we don't really, but we can kind of
0: we sort see of a little
2: bit in the future, yeah, to see how important it might be. Yeah, so I like, think that, that that did take a lot of I, I, um, I, for me, it was like part of my vote.
0: I will say that now that we're getting closer to being caught up, it's going to be interesting, not just for myself, but also for you guys. Cause you guys haven't watched everything like I have. Cause you have lives, um, to how it's going to like, when you see like, Oh shit, that's referring to the, <laughs> that's from the other things. They're from <laughs> things, um, you know, uh, in terms of re- either references or important plot threads that will connect things together. Um, so it's kind of like almost rediscovering like, you know, what was with the infinity saga as far as like, Oh, this is going to tie into this and blah, blah, and you're right. Like the pivotal, crucial moments. Um, Loki clearly blew my expectations out of the fucking water. Uh, because, like I said, I went into it with very low expectations and not really caring, and then here we are. It is a cornerstone for the entire fucking saga, let alone the next three phases of, of Marvel's master plan to eventually give us Avengers Secret Wars. Um, Sylvie, to me, was the weak point of the show. That In, in terms of a character, Tom Hiddleston... Owen Wilson, the woman who played uh, Ravona Renslayer.
2: Yeah, Gugu mbatha Ra.
0: Yep, and Jonathan Gugu. Jonathan Majors, uh, Gold. All all four of them were absolutely fantastic. Um, even episode three, which was which I think we all agree was the lull. Still had a lot of great things in there that I really enjoyed, whether it be small contained moments like, uh, you know, Loki singing drunkily and, and, you know, having fun. She sings, she sings, go home. Or, um, you know, bigger ramifications or like the oh shit of like, oh, the Ark's fucking exploding despite these what well, we think are robots trying to stop us.
2: Also like the, the, the pretty interesting representation of that city and like a culture where, where like they were all dressed like fucking from the fifth element
1: yeah yeah, yeah they
2: got like they, they did reach walmart. the different things yeah <laughs> I think it's a little bit of a
0: mix of both you know because that's all we can afford with walmart nowadays um, i would also say
2: connor the, the the theme in this one is so much stronger like you got fucking what the the Falcon and Winter Soldier, with the theme is belonging and race issues, um, and then the theme in Wanda, which is grief, and then this one is more like a faith and free will, which is in my mind way stronger than the other. I I ones.
0: Agree. I, I agree. Even even though I still like, <laughs> even though I fanboy over Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh. Loki Loki did a lot more things right that Falcon and Winter Soldier did not, or not not that they failed at it, but they, they Loki perfected certain aspects that Falcon and Winter Soldier was trying to slash sort of strong in as far as some themes and characters. One hundred percent, I still have a soft spot for Falcon and Winter Soldier myself for just I'm biased like that. But I, I acknowledge that Loki's like theme and carrying the the theme throughout the whole show much more consistent than Falcon. I will I will not I will not that. that, that. Oh, this one's tough to rate. Um, ten. <laughs> uh,
1: no, it's, it's definitely not a ten.
2: No. There's too, too many No no to
0: no 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 no. I will I will.
1: Life of living, there's never been anything that has been a perfect ten. I will
0: not. I, I, I will go on record. I will go on record and say that most likely, unless something comes along in the next, you know, future, I, I will go on record and say I will most likely not give anything a ten on the on round table. I definitely. Um, won't. I don't even know about nine point five. That's that's gonna be like
2: I, I can go nine point five, but maybe not on Marvel. I can go point 9, 9. five when looking at movies, but a ten. Ooh man, that's
0: yeah, that's a, that's like you're, you're that's, not missing a, nothing not,
2: is wrong yeah. with this. That's impossible. The smallest right. thing
1: ever made.
0: Yeah. Um, I I would put this a hair underneath Falcon, and I mean a very very thin hair under Falcon. And again, it is nothing. To, it is nothing that Loki necessarily did wrong. It's the fact that. I have a soft spot for Falcon and winter soldier. There's just, it's, it's, it's just an inherent bias of, of me to enjoy that. And there's, there's more characters that I relate to enjoy and wanted to see develop in Falcon versus this one. I understand they're two very different shows thematically presentation. Um, but I would say like, if, if I gave Falcon and winter soldier, like an 8.5 Loki would be like an (laughs) 8.45. Like it's that fucking close. Um, I can't remember what I gave Falcon, but if I gave if I gave Falcon an eight point five, that's how fucking close Loki would be like. Either right gave, you either gave it an it.
2: eight or an eight point five. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I can't I, I knew it was one of the two. I wanna say it was eight point five, but regardless, it would be that close of a hair underneath it because there was so much to enjoy. And I will say that again, being such a pivotal like holy fuck they're gonna go in this direction moment. Uh, was a was another big. I mean, great acting. The story was mostly solid. The theme was great, and then the like. Oh, this is where th- this is this is the bomb we're gonna drop here on you, and and this is gonna be the
2: presentation too is just so like unique, different, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it never went hundred percent where I wanted it to go in right. terms of how fucking wild they could have made it. True. Yeah, but it still it still took a lot of steps in the right direction. It, it could have been so like stylized that it would have in my opinion been better for it but uh, still solid
0: absolutely but that being said folks that's going to do it for low key season one Want to thank everybody for tuning in here right here on the marvel round table on the horny goat youtube channel and the horny goat podcasting network uh, we did run the poll throughout the entire uh, the entire stream we had uh nine votes in the chat, which we appreciate all you guys doing. Fifty five percent of people said they would rate low key season one anywhere between an eight and a nine. Uh thirty-three percent gave it a perfect ten, with eleven percent giving it anywhere from six to seven, which means nobody voted this anything lower than a than a six. Uh mm-hmm. which which yeah, absolutely. Um that being said, Heather Baseman, anything you want to say before we wrap up this round table?
1: Fingers crossed season two gives us more information that we need well I mean Rances. I'm looking at season 2 being
2: more of like a device to further the storyline for the movies and uh, if it does that well then that's probably a win uh, there's also I mean fuck who knows man who knows where we are in a year and how stupid this motherfucking shit can get but nice this was, well the I've accepted time travel to be nonsensical. So, very, very solid show. And I mean, I had nothing really bad to say about it in all honesty.
0: Except, fuck, selfie. Anyway, uh, not that bad. Not that bad. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing. <laughs> uh, but th- that's going to do it for the Marvel Roundtable. Thank you again, all, for tuning in. When we come back next time on the Marvel Roundtable, we're going to wrap up with another Disney Plus show as we further explore the multiverse, but more in a serialized nature in an animated feature for the first time ever. As basement soaks, basement's yelling now. What? What? Nothing. <laughs> As we explore and uh, follow along with Watu the Watcher and ask the age-old question, what if?